If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The friend zone. I'm in the zone. And stop trying to put too much together. We both know your dumb ass always ends up with five. I told y'all it's 2024. We got some O for y'all. We got a new clip, another clip. We used that before. It has never, however, been more appropriate than it is today. <laughs> so every time I hear somebody do some dumb shit, that's our new intro to the dumb shit. And this week, guess who was dumb? Oh, None other than red pigtail wearing ass Wendy's. Okay, Wendy's. Yeah, I'm talking about y'all. Oh, Wendy's, I, Wendy's burgers. Do you know where we're going with this <laughs> friend? Do. Yes, wait till you hear this, Asante. Oh, God. According to our friends over at lovebscott.com, shout out B. Scott, <laughs> shout out our boy Denver. <laughs> uh, according to our friends at lovebscott.com, the article is titled this way. Say what now? Wendy's plans to start testing surge pricing on its menu. Right? <laughs> Whoa! So it says that. Whoa! Yeah. Hard it stop. says that no hard stop. No, mm-hmm. let me We're tell you what it is. Let me tell you what it is in the food industry. I mean, so according to the article from lovebscott.com, right? Um, and this is via Uproxx, R-O-X-X, two X's because you know it's deep. Um, they said that over the years, Wendy's has cultivated a ton of goodwill on social media thanks to its hilariously off kilter Twitter account, which we love the Wendy's Twitter. Remember the mixtape and the yeah. back and forth? Oh, yeah, with the, okay. Well, they said people loved it until now. Wendy's has been trending for the past 24 hours, and everybody's furious because, according to reports, Wendy's plans to test surge pricing similar to Uber and Lyft on its menu items. In theory, prices will go up during the dinner and lunch rush, and they're not just talking about on the app. The surge pricing will happen in real time inside the restaurants and drive through lanes, too. And they said that they're continuing to show the benefit of technology in their company operated restaurants. Franchisee interest in digital menu boards will increase. Um, should increase further supporting sales and profit growth across the system. Now, uh, to quote the famous Nene Leakes, because she is famous, right? Music ain't that good. I listen to it on the iPod. I don't know who Wendy's think they are. I've never, you talking about, no, we know Wendy's had that red hair. She white. Wendy's is white from the pictures we've seen, the drawings, the renderings we've seen, you know? It's white privilege. It's white privilege at work. You know what I'm saying? And Wendy's... As a red, I ain't never met a red-haired white person that wasn't cool. 
all the redhead <laughs> white people I know, sweet as I mean, good natured, good folk, good white folk. Okay, and here okay. Wendy's come no, breaking them up. Hey, we love her. We were so happy to see her doing good. She's had a baby. You know, Wendy, Lindsay Lohan doing good. One time for the redheads that know how to do it. Wendy's, <laughs> you ought to be ashamed of yourself. When y'all change the fries, the fries suck. I'm sick of them uh, natural potato fries. They're not good. I want the square with cut the ones with salt. fresh salt. Okay, I don't want I like those. Sea salt. <laughs> it's too much strawberry. See, since we since we sharing, since y'all want to get in our way, I'm about to get in y'all's. It's too much strawberry shit in the strawberry lemonade. Oh my god, they don't know how to make it. No one cares. I'm tired. Is this? I was drinking one other day. I said, "Is this where my Red Robin? You know, they was notorious oh for having chunks yes. of frozen fruit in your lemonade, right? Yes. But we talking about Wendy's red hair, okay? <laughs> and we took her. I just thought this was fucked up. And we had an agreement, okay, as a consumer and as someone who is selling me a product, we got a deal here, okay? You tell me what you need from me, I give that to you. You can't change the goalposts like that as we are operating and, and engaging with one another. You just can't. You can't do that. You can't and imagine do that. like you like you waiting for your break to go get your full for four, but it's like surge price and it's four for six now. It's like what? Right? How insulting! <laughs> That's a slap in the goddamn face. I'm two minutes late on my break and now I got to pay extra two three dollars. Like what? Like I don't even. Did they even give examples <laughs> of how the surge pricing works? Like some no. Because of course it's gonna be priced. Of course it's gonna be priced differently. You know, in different regions anyway, but. Them doing that is just how about we nullify surge customer service? Like when the customer service, because sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Let's make it like streamlined, like the surge quality. How about that? Because sometimes the workers going to get paid more. Right. They is don't it? even give them new black pants. Every okay. Wendy's uniform I've ever seen had faded. Sintas yep. or Dickie's black pants. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So y'all got a lot of shit y'all need to be surged. Surge that budget for the employee wardrobe. Surge that budget for the hourly rate. You know what I'm saying? If y'all gonna come up on us, we coming up on y'all too. Basically. I don't appreciate none of this. This reminds me of the Midtown surge. You know how they uh-huh. now you have to pay mm-hmm. um, if you're driving through Midtown. Like this yep. is crazy. Mm-hmm. They act like people just have that kind of money to be giving them disposable. for nothing. Yeah, just because I have to drive through Midtown, like that's crazy. And y'all Wendy's, like y'all not like you know like how Checkers got like the fries. Like I know y'all got like a Frosty and stuff, so it's like. And that cup know. is too damn small, too, since yeah, we're talking like, about it. I'm so tired of them giving us a mouthwash cup full of Frosty and talking about it's the a Frosty small. be air, like they didn't whipped it too much. So it's like, how how the Frosty gone? Like that's Now, y'all, is. Frosty machine do work. I have never had experience where it did they not. Keep it on. Good for nothing, slave. What you do is what you ought to do. You know what I'm saying? The goddamn machine should work. <laughs> so I don't like none of this shit. Fuck y'all and fuck whoever's I because that's not we I don't want to say fuck Wendy's as a corporation because I do still support. I do fuck the guy. We gotta talk about and propose fuck whoever's bad idea that was. That's yes. a bad idea from someone on their their executive team. That's a well, bad idea. They got enough backlash from it being mm-hmm. announced before being hopefully they got executed. a backhand. <laughs> it's time to bring back corporal shit in, in corporate. Bring corporal back to corporate. It's time to start slapping motherfuckers at the conference table. It's time. When you're doing shit like this, what's next? No black people can come? I just see it. You know what I'm saying? First it's the surge pricing, then it's us. So we, you know what I'm saying? We got to stand up for this shit. It's Black History Month and we have always fucked with Wendy's. How dare they? I'm still mad they changed that baked potato. Let's talk about it. I'm still mad they changed that baked potato. Where's the broccoli? I ain't fucked with the baked potato in The broccoli, the the baked potato ain't been the same in years. Things in the game didn't change. (laughs) Halfway, 
throwing sour cream. I got one the other day, not the other day, but the last time I got one, the sour cream was on the side of the damn potato. It wasn't even, you know how they cut the potato in the middle and, and put the put shit in it. In it. it was on I the side of the skin of the potato. It said you got to do it yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, it used to come in like a little cute little boat because you know they was they you know make I it always look. saw in the commercial, but I never actually seen something. They gave me my mom used to DIY <laughs> IKEA ass baked potato that they I had to put the, together the myself. Hello fresh version where you had to put it together. <laughs> yeah, and at least that's fresh because I cooked that. If y'all gonna cook it, finish the damn job. So I'm just tired of I'm tired of this. This is a terrible idea, and I really believe we need to start back having physical ramifications for bad ideas. <laughs> if y'all start kicking ass at work, I guarantee you we're going to have a lot better experience as the customer. And we're wow. always right. So with that being said, welcome to the friend zone. We can look into crazy ass ideas from fucking Wendy's. Okay. Cause who in the <laughs> hell wants surge pricing? How y'all doing friends? Sante? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are your weekends? What y'all, what y'all get into? I was not Wendy's, not the line at Wendy's. I can tell you that. (laughs) And, you know, just randomly, because you said something about Wendy's or we were talking about something about Wendy's. It made me think Wendy's is one of those places you don't see on social media where people be fighting. I mean, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do fight in Wendy's, but it's just not one of those places where it's like, oh, of course they fight up in Wendy's. Like, I agree. You you see fights at Popeye's, Waffle House, White Castle, (laughs) McDonald's. I've seen. I seen them tearing ass in the McDonald's the other day, and they, they were slipping and sliding. They, employees, I'm talking about, the way they were slipping and sliding back there. Yes, it's all over Twitter. You don't follow none of some Twitter fight accounts. You know, I every show I, really I do. Bad. It's really okay. Oh my like Well, friend, this one was good because no. the way they was like slipping and sliding, it looked like ice capades. The way they were sliding still, across the floor. Would you still taking your food? Literally taking it. <laughs> Ask me what I. The question is, what I have paid for it? No, I don't went back back there with him. Excuse me, I took that whole. I've been wanting one of them fry baskets any damn way. Got my pickles. <laughs> I could put that in my own deep fry. So I, you know, I saw a fight the other day. I almost sent y'all, but I was like, I'm not gonna send this in the group chat. Why I just, not? I send them all the time. You know, <laughs> I just felt really conflicted about it. I was like, I just bad. I can't. Y'all know I'll be real funny in the group chat already. So it's like, why am I just gonna send them a fight? Like this is so bad. My line for y'all is like blood. If it's any like blood, Sean, then I don't send it to y'all. But if they just well, y'all know this shit. Like, y'all know y'all get I can't text. take no. I definitely share no blood. I golly. <laughs> oh um, but God. yes, I was. I not, was I was not feeling well this weekend. Sorry, personally, oh, no. for me. Yeah, you have I don't, a cold too. I feel like everyone's sick. It's it's something with the throat. It's just really raw. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm. it's going around. Yeah, it's, it's like the cold air because it got it was like kind of warmish, even though it like flurried mm-hmm. or snowed or whatever the other day. Anyway, it was kind of warmish. So it's like my air when I it's too hot in here. So sometimes I put the air on. I, I don't know if I need a humidifier because I'm old now. But my oh, throat is just fucking up. Right. I'm not like congested or anything. It's literally just like this rawness in my throat. And it's not from the smoking. The smoking actually helps with the cough randomly. It it's does. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But well, you stop thinking about it as much. We can could have been day. better. Um, but yeah, nothing bad happened, thank God, because um it's still a season of iffy things happening in my life, and I am powering through, which I appreciate. So God is good. God is great. And I love you guys. So tell me how your weekend was. Love you too. And I had a, yeah, friend, you go first. I wasn't going to choose you, friend, but you were coughing. So I was like, yeah, (laughs) Um, I'm getting better as you can hear. 
It's weird, right? Look, you are you? No, it's, I, yeah, it's like, it's like I said the word, and the cough was like, oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we still I'm here. not talking to you, sir. I didn't get as sick as my household, but even mm-hmm. being around it, it's like coming in and out, in and out. So I could tell it's, it's torn <laughs> on how mm-hmm. much it wants to whip my ass. But everybody is sick, and it's kind of challenging. But I know it's the weather just keeps changing. Because it was beautiful last week. It was like sunny, 60s, people were out in sundresses already. And then this weekend was cold, like 30s. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... Um, they don't know what they want to do. Yeah, I think your body just don't know how it wants to feel. So I'm kind of right there with you, Asante. A little tickle in the throat. And just kind of up and down with my my health this week. I'm well, like, I'm on what? personally. I'm on my Stephanie Mill shit. I feel good all <laughs> over. Okay, I, I feel good. Shit. Hey, I would you, feel good for me. Um, I had Which a great weekend. You be the one that be outside. Like mm-hmm. it's, your immune system is stealth at this point. I'm coming. I'm telling you, baby. I was born with my fist barred up and feet <laughs> kicking. Um, hey, I, I started my week off great. Shout out to DV and Events. Um, they oh, had yeah. me. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Great event. Moderated a really um, a really progressive and necessary discussion um, about substance abuse connected to the black and brown queer communities. Mm-hmm. Um, great panel full of um, incredible stories and, and, and informed opinions. We had scientists, a researcher on the panel, uh, someone who worked in harm reduction, other people who had personal experiences um, with substance abuse and overcoming that. Um, and people who really kind of normalized some things that can be stigmatized. And so mm. it was a great conversation. Shout out again to Deviant Events. You can check out their Instagram and Twitter accounts underneath that same marker, Deviant Events. Um, and word to my boy, Micah. I love you, Micah. Thank you so yes, much for a great shout out to the whole Deviant team, though. All of them are incredible. Um, so it was great at LeBain. And then Friday night, mm. I hung out. Shout out to my dear friend and one of my first New York mentors, Ray Warren. Um, from Warren Marketing and Media Solutions. It was his birthday. You remember Ray? You remember Ray? Ray Yeah. Cool as hell. My dog. It was Ray's birthday, and so we went out Friday night. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, Ray. Incredible, brilliant mind over there doing some great things at the Walt Disney Company currently in their marketing department. So so Ray is an incredible person, but it was his birthday, (laughs) so we celebrated his birthday. Had a great long night into the morning like we partied and just it was so much fun it was a it was just so much fun so i actually had a good weekend and saturday and sunday i was working so you know everything was great yes Mm -hmm. well do you guys have any announcements anything you want the audience to know before we jump in if you are listening to this episode on wednesday don't fret we are moving the wine down till thursday <laughs> if you are listening to this episode on gotcha, bitch. and you feel like you missed the wind down, congratulations. You have another opportunity to get to it tonight or tomorrow night on Thursday. So Wednesday wind down? Yes. On a Thursday. The Wednesday wind down is it's happening. A Thursday, Thursday. throwdown. Okay. Giving a little push back. We're pushing it, you know, a day later. I know Wednesday is hump day, so we're gonna hump this Wednesday and we're gonna skip on to winding down on Thursday. So check us out, patreon.com slash friendzone podcast. And we will see you there. And I am, you know, wanting to know if you guys have any announcements as well. I do not, Friend. Dustin. If not, I don't. 
Um, no, just want to thank everybody because voting closed on the NAACP Image oh, Awards for this series. Right? Yeah. So thank you, everybody who voted. I appreciate I that. Much love. I vote for y'all too. You know, you got my vote. Right. <laughs> voted under my burner emails. <laughs> y'all got like three four. Did you, no, did you, you see saw the that? comment? You on see my no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I did see that. Meaning a lot of people were saying that they had to use a ton of different emails, mm. and a girl left a comment on our Patreon saying that. <laughs> It gave her a reason to hit up her ex. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Good and for now they're good. going on a date this week and she thanked you. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. You see what happens when you take the first step? That's what I'm talking about. Good for her. <laughs> Get you but some. Let's jump into this week's Black Business. So I was on Twitter and saw this tweet about a girl's auto clinic. An auto repair clinic owned and ran by black women. How cool is that? Nice. Oh, yes. Right? Located just outside of Philly in Upper Darby, PA. They're committed to creating a unique, comfortable, and confident automotive maintenance and repair experience for women. Mainly for women. But, of course, men are more than welcome. They have membership options that uh, provide unlimited Visits and unlimited services. They have regular specials and coupons to cater to the community's needs. They mm-hmm. also have car care workshops. Now, this I love where they educate you on your car, its maintenance needs, how to speak to a mechanic in case you're ever needing help somewhere, you know, outside of their clinic. They provide a safe space for you to ask questions. I know a lot of mm-hmm. us feel shame because we just really don't know shit about cars. And mechanics can tell us anything. And most of us will just pay for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love that she created this. Now, here's the coolest part. It also doubles as a nail shop. Oh, what? Get your nails done. Why are you going to And that's parties? a double entendre because they okay. put nails and shit and doing nails. I like that. <laughs> I thought that was the coolest shit. Um, she actually had an interview the creator is named Patrice Banks, who is now mm-hmm. a mechanic. And Work. like I said, it's called Girls Auto Clinic. You can check it out at girlsautoclinic.com. But on her um, interview, she said that she used to go. She said me and my girlfriend and I worked uh, that she worked with would go to this Jiffy Lube on their lunch break. And there was a nail salon next to it. So while mm-hmm. their car was getting serviced, they would go get their nails done to kind of just like knock out two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. So that's Smart. what she thought. You know what? How ill would it be if we had a space that combined this? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she did. So you can get some beauty services and it's all women in the clinic. I'm like, so damn it, cool. this needs to be Nails fantastic. done, car did, everything okay. did. <laughs> this is so huh? smart. I, I think so it's smart. so cool and it's really, really cute inside. So, oh, here's uh, for those of you watching. Here's thank Patrice you, Patreon. Hey, yes. Patrice, I love a Patrice. Hey, okay. Patrice. They always have a trustworthy face. They do. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Patrice. I love you, Tracy. <laughs> I love. I love me a Patrice for real. Okay. Always good. Go ahead. So check them out at girlsautoclinic.com. I'm in love with that black business. I have yes. a dope. We need to clap for internet. them. Hell yeah. Right? Brilliant genius. I hope I wish them the best. Now let's jump into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled Click Yo Bick. Thank you, Dustin <laughs> Ross. <laughs> we shared our thoughts on the bedrock trend <laughs> sweeping the internet. Those of you I'm listening, still mad. <laughs> those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? 
I want to shout out everyone in the gated community. Thank you. You love me and I love you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> shout out to Rad. Rad's comment is, thanks for the conversation around bed rotting. Definitely feel all three of your perspectives. I think it's a response to dwindling, uh, excuse me. I think it's a response to dwindling prospects and opportunities for a better future. My nieces and nephews are Gen Z and A. When you hear them speak, they are clued up on every injustice, but feel like it's insurmountable. Mm. To Asante's point about the tunnel vision that comes with doom scrolling social media, the violent trauma slash struggle porn online has created a loop of fear for these kids. They feel like they have been handled. They've been handed a burning world with no power to affect change. This is why educating the kids on effective resistance, community movements and revolutionary efforts that have made a change is just as important as highlighting the problems. Mm. Shout out to you, Rad. A well-rounded perspective with solutions. Rad I appreciate that. Great comments. Yes, mm, yes. Shout out to you. Love right? the community. What about you, friend? What'd you find out there in them screeks? So I have a couple of comments. The first one is from Anna Smith in the SoundCloud streets. They said this bedrotting trend is to identify and connect kids experiencing this particular symptom of major depression. And mm. most of the content centers around reducing shame and promoting recovery. Mental health issues manifest differently person to person and generation to generation and harsh judgment and shame leads to worse outcomes. Bed rotting is not the worst thing depression leads people to do. And these kids are trying to get better. There was a lot of mixed emotions <laughs> about the bed rotting through the comments. Some people were kind of along the lines with Dustin, like get the hell up, you know, uh, saying that they agree with Dustin that this is, a parenting problem because why are you as a parent allowing your kids to just be at home bed rotting and not talking to them or connecting with them or helping them trying to help in different yeah. ways. Right. Um, but then there were a lot of people that admitted that they bed rot, which I thought was really vulnerable. Some people were saying that they have spent months, years are currently bed rotting, really challenged by like Asante was just reading that sort of sense of doom. Like there's not much we can do. I understand the state it. of the world. Yeah. I understand the doom from the people who are currently bed riding. And mm-hmm. I was surprised that they had responded seriously. I was surprised they had responded to us from the bed because I'd be scared of the doom of my phone falling on my face. Have you ever dropped your phone on your face? Are you trying I to tweet it something in the bed? You. You're talking Brand. about seriously. impending doom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the doom. That shit hurt. A phone will fuck you up. So I get it. No, but much love to everybody. Even y'all niggas laying down. I feel you because sometimes I got to lay it down too. Got to rest my bones. So I understand. I also saw a comment from at Cam Therapy on Twitter who said this episode of Friendzone was eerily on time. They literally just saved me $800. I saw that. Did you see that? That really made me happy. Yes, yes, the insurance, the insurance. Yes. Episode, yes, they said I got a bill from a doctor's visit saying I owed eight hundred dollars, and I have been dreading paying that. I listened to this episode and decided to check the claim status, which is what Nisha, who was our medical insurance expert, suggested, and it showed Cam that it was denied. The reason for the denial: <clears throat> the biller coded the claim wrong. All they need is a resubmission from them. He said he would have never thought to look that claim up before listening, would have just paid it to be done with it. And $800 is not. I love that. Okay, that's a lot of money. Okay. 
So he said, I don't even talk this much on Twitter, but I legit get sad thinking of how many people could be losing money Mm -hmm. having credit effects from doctor's bills they possibly don't even owe. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're not into podcasts. It behooves you to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to him. I love hearing shit that like that, though. That made me happy, too. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of... There were a couple more comments of people who had similar experiences after listening to that one in the segment last week. Thank you, Denisha, Banji girl on Twitter. Yes, yes. <laughs> For sharing a lot of her insights. What made me laugh was... um. A couple of, I guess, medical and health insurance professionals were chiming in. A lot of them were agreed with a lot that she said. A lot of them disagreed. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like this medical insurance war is happening. War of the stethoscopes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, isn't this interesting? <laughs> I'm going to stab you with a thermostat. <laughs> a thermometer. <laughs> but all in all great discourse um you know what else really made me happy did y'all see how many tweets people sent saying that this episode last week was in their top five wow Wow. 10 years in i don't know why it doesn't get old makes me feel good right like we're still out here doing shit having interesting conversations and most importantly being useful so what about you useful useful one more note about that i love that the show being useful in that way when you see real-time action taking place like yo i I legitimately saved 800 (laughs) bucks i listened to your fucking show the other day that to me is like that's the magic of doing a show like this and and at a time like this yeah finances and the economy like Man. Thank y'all for rocking with us for real. Shout out to Keith Boykin. Um, everybody knows Keith Boykin, really talented author. Um, he has a book out now called Why Does Everything Have to Be About Race? But he quoted a video footage from Donald Trump at the Black Conservative Federation Gala, oh where Donald gosh. Trump said, This is the quote, and there's a video attached to it where he says it. The quote says, These lights are so bright in my eyes, and I can't see so many people out there, but I can only see the black ones. <laughs> that's what that motherfucker said. That's, that's what that motherfucker said. <laughs> I said, you motherfucking bag of laundry bill, racist motherfucking. You got crock pot. I can't believe him. But having motherfucking, ooh, he's a goddamn racist anal wart. But anyway, Did it you was see funny. him at, at Sneaker Con in Philly? Mm hmm. And with them horrible the news? shoes. I don't know if it was Fox News or so. I just heard the clip. I didn't see what channel it was where they were Fox like, News. They're really black people like the black mm-hmm. people because black people really like sneakers. Well, just like he said recently, he was quoted <laughs> as saying that I know, friend, right? Like, you got to laugh. He was quoted <laughs> recently as saying that um, black people like him because he has a mug shot. He was talking about all his <gasps> indictments and cases and stuff. And Dustin. black people, they look up to me because of my mug shots. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. They was on his ass about that, and that's a lot of ass to be on. Have you seen those pictures of him golfing? No. You ever seen a buoy like you ever seen in Key West, like a buoy in the in the in the ocean or in the pool? A buoy, you know the buoy. That's exactly what his portly motherfucking ass looks like. We you know we can body shame him. It's Donald Trump. You can say anything about him. But anyways, oh, he is just. Next tweet I want to uh, highlight. This one is funny, y'all. This is from Broad Stan account, right? B-R-O-D Stan account. They said, I cannot cope with this woman who said she hurt her back so badly in a car accident. 
that she couldn't work for three years getting her claim thrown. Now, she said she couldn't work for three years, which actually was five once they put up the court record. She said oh, she was shit. out for five years because she said she hurt her back, her back so bad in a car accident. No, guess how she got caught up and guess how her claim got thrown out after five how fucking you years. You? You I've seen it. it. That you guys that are listening will never get guess this. She got caught by winning a Christmas tree throwing competition. <laughs> and there's a photo attached for those of you on Patreon. <laughs> you can see her tossing the guy there <gasps> with gloves on. Dustin gloves on. to put that in the chat and I scream. Take that, Santa. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> that is the craziest fucking story. Like, what? Especially off about? the heels of my original question to Nisha, the insurance lady, which was about the insurance fraud. I said, no, bitch, how you going to fumble the way? You've been balling for five years. How would you let that happen? The last thing I want to do on a more somber note is give a rest in peace to Flint, Michigan City Councilman Eric Mays. Oh, who, I did see that. He passed away this week. Um, uh, shout out to Eric Mays. We weren't cousins, but we shared cousins. Um, so we were on different sides of the same cousins. I see that. Um, and so, yeah, you know, a real nigga from Flint stood yeah. on it. You know what I'm saying? It was known for that. I love that later on in his career and later on in his life, he got so much love from the young people. He was touring HBCUs, going to college campuses, talking to people. And the the, the kids, the kids are old ass, right? But the college students, because I'd be damned if I go out like that. The college (laughs) students really embraced him and fucked with him. You know what I'm saying? So rest in peace to Eric Mays and may he be a lesson to all of us to stand on business like King Mm -hmm. Harris. (laughs) <laughs> but that being said now everybody knows one of my favorite things to do is sleep right we've been traveling together for many years and y'all know before the plane but the wheels still be on the ground ain't even went up yet and i'm in heaven in the cloud sleep right everybody knows that and that's because my sleeping pattern is so off sometimes that i just can't help but stay up all night and sleep on that plane well To help me with that, I found out about the Hatchery Store, right? And the Hatchery Store is a device that teaches your body when it's time to sleep or when it's time to wake up with nighttime and morning routines so that you can really prioritize your rest. Now, Hatch lets you customize your bedtime routine with a selection of light and audio cues. You can choose from meditations and ambient sleep sounds, or you can just let Hatch entertain you to sleep. With Hatch Plus, you can access exclusive content like Pillow Talk, a new audio series designed to entertain you to sleep. Pillow Talk helps you wind down with the types of TV shows that you love, from true crime to sports, but without the screens that hurt healthy rest. And in the morning, Hatch wakes you gently with a sunrise alarm. You can set it so the light comes on first and then your personalized alarm sound comes on 15 to 30 minutes later. That makes all the difference in the world, you guys. Now, great sleep can be learned with Hatch. See, 83% of the customers report improved sleep. They have a 60-night money-back guarantee, so you can try it yourself risk-free. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of the Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash friend. Visit hatch.co slash friend to get $20 off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash friend. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? 
Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. That being said, this week is a Dustin Ross production. Dustin Ross! (laughs) We have no idea what this conversation is going to be about. Brace yourself. What we talking about this week, Dustin Ross? First of all, I'm proud of and thank you for um, issuing me one. I'm proud of being the type of nigga that has to have a disclaimer. You yep. know, come in front of him and shit. That makes me feel good. You know, in the, in the spirit of Eric May, and that's on Eric May. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, we call the episode that, and that's we should. That's on Mays. Eric Mays for real, real nigga. And if you don't know who Eric Mays is, feel free to search him, look him up, and he has a um a TikTok account. It's not his personally, oh, but there was, was a TikTok say, what? fan account called the Best of Eric Mays, where you can really see him in action. <laughs> for doing what he do as a Flint City Councilman. So that's on Eric Mays. Anywho, it's been a lot going on um, mm-hmm. in the media over the past week. And one of the things I love to do, you guys know I stay abreast of like the news headlines and, you know, spaces that I may not even be connected to. I just like to know what's going on. And we work in media. We have to talk about things. So it's best to be informed, right? So as I'm seeing these stories go on this week, you know, we saw... Risa Tisa, right? Who I know I had been saying Risa Tessa since the shit started. I was like, do I need to get my eyes checked? Why did I see one E, two S when it's two E or one S? But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, her story, right? About literally like getting the wool pulled over her eyes. You know what I'm saying? And, and marrying a pathological liar and monster there. And then we seen him after we saw it. He looked like I got a, you know, I was on your side, Risa Tisa. But after I seen Reese's pieces over here, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wait a minute. Now you said at the beginning of this motherfucking story that he came up to you and you you I know mean, you, hey, everybody friend, type. Everybody you seen type. that you seen I, that I didn't say how I feel about you seen it. that new growth. <laughs> Okay, around that facial hair. Anybody that's pen- making pencil thin facial hair, you it's six that five. Knee, that knee, that Come on, you know the tough yeah, spot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure, the tough spot. But anyway, anywho, her story, right? The theme was there of you know mistrust and betrayal, right? Then I'm sure we all have seen. I know I saw. I watched the complete uh, Where Is Wendy Williams documentary um, oh, that ca- aired on Lifetime. Yeah. I watched it, watched the whole thing. Um, it's available on Lifetime's, uh, Lifetime channel and on the Lifetime app. I watched it on Prime Video myself because I didn't want to deal with no commercials. Um, but nonetheless, Wendy Williams documentary, there's a recurring theme there that I saw in um, the Risa Tisa story too. Mistrust, Wendy Williams got all these people around her who are mm-hmm. banking on her decline, her health decline, her professional decline in her career. And they're 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 eating off of her. Right. And there's some people that I really want to cuss out as you both watch it. I would love to devote. Honestly, once you guys watch it, we, we need to just do an episode about the Wendy Williams documentary. 
Mm. Straight up. That's how okay. chock full. I've always I've been longing to use that phrase. It's chock full, but that's how chock full of like information, themes. That's how thought provoking it is. It's really gonna warrant a full conversation on our show. So we can come back to that. But again, mistrust, betrayal from someone you know and love. Her husband's um infidelity and betrayal triggered her alcoholism, which My triggered goodness. her dementia, her decline, her fall from grace, literally. Ooh. Um, so again, mistrust, betrayal. And I'm like, yo, these are themes as old as time. This uh-huh. ain't no new shit. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, you know, it also made me harken back. I said, uh, hark. <laughs> harken. There's a Bible story about this. Okay. <laughs> as soon as he said harken. So y'all already know what time it is, baby. We going oh, to church. Okay. <laughs> Let's take it to church. Sing it. And as we. Because in my mind, you in my choir. Um, <laughs> You know, when that's the kind of action you need. Yeah, you need you need some of her. You need that kind of pep and mm-hmm. that pomp and circumstance. You need that. But anyway, we're going to my church this week, y'all. We're going to talk about a biblical story that echoes the sentiment of trust no bitch. Just Uh-oh. like that Risa Tisa story and just like the Wendy Williams, where's Wendy Williams documentary, right? So we're going to talk about the biblical story of Samson and Delilah. Okay, now are y'all familiar with the story of Samson and Delilah? I'm familiar with the names, but if you asked me to tell mm-hmm. you what happened, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It'd be difficult, mm-hmm. but I bet you could sing that song. Hey there, Delilah, how's your <laughs> life in New York City? You know I'm a thousand song. miles away. Yes, you do. Oh, what you do? You know, I love that. Anyway. Much happening already. Like say, that's right. From, that's right. We from, just cracked open the Bible. To that bitch or something. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. So the biblical story of trust no bitch. Just like that. You seen them pictures of Yolanda, uh, the bitch that killed Selena? And they put that Stop baby Selena her and her eyes. side by side. Why? And you put the bar cut, trust no bitch. You can't. I just don't want this to be a thing. Fuck just, Yolanda Sal. Fuck her. her. Okay. And that's on Samson her. and Delilah. Okay. That's on the King James version. You know, if you tell somebody fuck fucketh thou in King James, oh <laughs> okay. you are so crazy. that's it. Now, the story it takes place from the book of Judges, which I feel like is the book that my story would have been in because I'd have been looking at everybody back then, like like Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been scoffing and squinting my eyes. I'd have been judging. I'd have been one of the judges in that book. But anyway, oh. this takes place in Judges 13 and 16. Let's give a little background on Samson, right? Um, he was from the tribe of Dan, right? Uh, and he was born to his parents, Moanoah, who was the father, and Zilphinus, who was the mother. Now, to me, this Name. puts a safety pin in the balloon of gender roles, right? Because if you would have told me, I would have said Zilphinus was the father. That sounds like a nigga. Don't even know Zilphinus. <laughs> Zilphinus. Senior. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Mo and Noah sound like the mama. You'd have called her Mo. Momo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Momo and Z. But anyway, so they were in their old age and they had, you know, they had Samson or whatever, right? So they lived in a small town of Zora, which to me ain't shit but the suburbs. That don't that don't mean a, a pit a village that was falling apart. This small town, rich niggas back then, you know, it was a suburb. But an angel appeared to them, right, and told them that Zilphinus, the mama, would give birth to a son that would grow up and save the Jews from the goddamn Philistines, which I thought you know, was a singing group like from the doo-wop gold era. <laughs> the right? Don't, so don't the Philistine. Don't, a bunch of niggas named Phil. Mm-bop, 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 mm-bop. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
What are them niggas? You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> why am I there? Brown eyed girl. One of them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're my brown eyed girl. That's the Philistine. Get up for the Philistine, Joe. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but the Philistines were actually, they were a, a nation of marauders that were living in the west of the Holy Land. So they were from the west side. And they was, you know, basically according to this record, which Whoever wrote this, you know, that could go either way as far as it being accurate. But according to the, the writers of the Bible, you know, the Philistines was tearing shit up. They were marauders. And y'all know what that means. They was literally wreaking havoc amongst these this group of Jews or whatever in the Holy Land. And so for 40 years, they was basically running shit in that way or whatever. And that was the promise that the angel told Moa Noah and Zelfinus. <laughs> OK, that they were going to have a Moses. son who was basically going to you know, go after all of that. Mm. So they told him that the boy was special, was going to be a, a boy child and that his birth was going to be dedicated. He was dedicated to God as a Nazarite for life. So he was basically for life, whatever they, 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 <laughs> Death row. Um, they whatever it, they gang sign was, he was that forever, like <laughs> born in, you know, what I'm saying? born in copper tunnel, copper tunnel, <laughs> yes. born in. So yeah, he did. And he threw it up. So even early in his youth, remember the the angel told them that he was going to be a strong ass child, like with superhuman strength or whatever, because it's the Bible. So, you know, shit was flying in the air and it was all kind of mythical shit going on. So they told them that he was they was basically going to have like a circus strength, you know, what I'm saying oh, baby, shit. you know what I'm saying? So sure shit early on in his youth. That is so rude because today. Y'all know I'm telling the story. You couldn't have died in the, uh, two hours after we Not done the that. show. Whoever that is in the back of that cat dance, they fought for pushing 911. <laughs> Shit. I, the, the driver got to do what he got to do. You could have waited. But I anyway. They listen to Nisha's segment. Me too. Because <laughs> now's the time. That's 40,000 right there. Just that side. <laughs> listen. And, and I, I know how much my ambulance ride is too. I, I was looking. Ain't it like 5K? Shit, to open the door, no. to put it in park. <laughs> oh, I pay inflation. Look, I pay for a good little insurance. My ride is five hundred dollars. <gasps> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. without insurance, without it, we talking 5K. about just the, the the list yeah. price, no, I'm, right. <laughs> the MSRP, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> just like that angel said, you know, the angel wasn't lying. The baby was strong than the motherfucker. So, uh, one day. It's just an example of the kind of shit Samson was doing because, you know, he knew he was strong like that. So one day he was wandering through the woods and a lion pounced on him. A lion, okay, pounced on this nigga, right? So Samson, it says that the, the lion pounced on him, feeling the spirit of God resting upon him and strengthening him. Samson slew the lion with his bare hands. Oh, oh my shit. God. Okay, realizing that, and this is when he real one of the times when he realized that he had been endowed with that strength, and the purpose of it was to help his people. He sought in any occasion to engage with the enemy who was the Philistine. So at this point, in other words, Samson is on his he Jocelyn Hernandez with right, like I know I'm I know I'm big and bad, and so and uh, Timothy straight up. Word to Quavo, I'm playing that during the Music Man segment. Look at you foreshadowing, friend. Look at that. Anyway, godly. Hey, godly. I work that all wise when I'm feeling godly. So, you know, so he was like, you know what? I just killed that lion with my bare hands. Motherfucker, it's on. I'm finna, I'm on the Philistines' ass. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's basically where Samson was at with it, right? 
So he decided that he would avenge them himself, right? He was going to get the Philistines for this 40 years of oppression and marauding that they were doing. He was like, he was going to get them himself by engaging in personal conflicts, intimidating them and preventing them from harassing the Jews. Right. Which I guess we could say Jews in this episode without no, no shit. It's part of the Bible story. They say we ain't on that. Yeah, just, you know, so Jews, 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 Jews. So now, so he began so he started looking for ways to get in it says get in close contact with the philistines in other words he was he was trying he was he wanted to smoke you know what i'm saying so according to the text which you know you got to say that when you're talking about bible shit you're like now in the text it says so according to the text again this is coming from judges 13 to 16 right sunrise to sunset anyway so the first occasion where he confronted the Philistines, the Philistines, <laughs> who, who had on dinner jackets. Right. He was a Philistine. So anyway, <laughs> the first chance he got was when uh, one day on one of his frequent roaming expeditions, he had arrived in a Philistine village and he saw a Philistine maiden who he decided to take as a wife. So he his thing was, I'm going to get y'all, you know, I'm going to get your women. You know what I'm saying? That was it. I, I know how to fix He's y'all. Like, Denzel, I'm leaving here with something. Something. <laughs> I have, I, you know, I'll save that for Patreon, but I know people who have avenged other things in that same way. Like, oh, you want to play? All right, well, I'm going to. You know, okay. He saw a Philistine maiden, right? He took her as a wife, and he he his parents tried to dissuade him from doing it or whatever, because you know they don't want him fucking with the Philistines, but he did it anyway. So at the wedding feast or at the reception, right? Um, he saw an opportunity to put his plan into action. He challenged 30 Philistine guests to answer a riddle that he would pose to them. Let's put a pin in it right there. Cause these was niggas just like we are, right? So at the at the wedding feast, that ain't nothing but the reception. This nigga obviously was drinking out of goblet and who knows what kind of uh fermented shit he was drinking. You know what I'm saying? He was probably lit on one, you know. He was like, you know, all right, motherfuckers. You know how it is when you don't like your in-laws or something or whatever at the wedding. Mm-hmm. All right, if 30 of y'all motherfuckers can answer this question. Then I'm gonna, you know, that's what that was. That was that drunk stand on a chair bravado that you know we all. He was on his frat boy shit at the reception, right? So he said, if thirty of y'all can answer a riddle that he'll post to them, then he'll give them each a suit of clothes. And if he um, and if he can't, they would give him thirty suits. So that was the bet, right? Mm. I I buy all of y'all a suit, or all of y'all got to buy me a suit each, right? And so the Philistines was down with it because you know they was with the shit anyway. So they was like, bet. He presented his riddle and the Philistines couldn't answer it. So the riddle was that on his way to that village to get her or whatever, he passed that same spot where he fucked that lion up. And he saw that a bunch of bees had turned the carcass into their hive. So the lion had just he had completely wore it out. The flesh had had been depleted at that point. And the carcass, the bare bones, which I wonder what a lion's skeleton look like on his side right you know what i'm saying i thought it was a goddamn booby trap or something if i was out there in the woods it looked like it's gonna close on you but um so he saw that and so he said since the bees had turned it into their hive he scooped out some honey and went on his way so he was like well i'm gonna put together a riddle about this because you know his name was ringing bells throughout the hood at that point like that's samson the nigga that fucked that lion up and he don't fuck with the philistines but he married one you know so he was like um, from the eater came out food 
and out of the strong came out sweetness. What is it? Right. Of course, the eater referred to the lion, some, 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 some shit that whatever, you know what I'm saying? He was just trying to stump them. The Philistines came to him and answered him with their own riddle. Seven days later, what's sweeter than honey and what's stronger than a lion? He requested a few days to come up with the answer. And then they approached Samson's bride. Right. Who is who? Delilah. Right. So um, Samson, basically, at that point, the Philistines was working in conjunction with Delilah. So like, you know, what's up? We trying to get him. We want you to find out why he's so strong or whatever. And we're going to give oh, you X, Y, Z, whatever. Yeah. She backdoored him. Right. Oh, no. So long story short. Right. And by the way, Delilah was actually the second Philistine woman that he set his sights on. Right. And that was the thing. The rumor around the hood was that he had eyes for the Philistine women. Remember that, because that's going to come up later, right, in this mm. story. Which, I, I, are y'all keeping up? I, I just want to check it. Okay, good. This is <laughs> juicy, right? No, this is okay. so fascinating. So, like I told y'all, um, one of the Philistine lords came to Delilah and offered her great wealth if she would tell them why, like, the secret to Samson's strength, right? So, which, by the way, the secret was his hair. As long as his hair grew, that was where his strength lied, was Samson's oh, hair. Right. Um, Delilah, Delilah basically was like, all right, well, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? She was about her money. So she was ready to shoot the move. Like, well, if that's the, if that's what we, the play, the essentially, you know what I'm saying? And let's get to it. She was down. It was working with the Philistines to get her husband. Right. Every day, Delilah would torment her husband, trying to lure his secret from him. A few times, Samson would tell her lies or like made up explanations for the secret to his strength. Right. So one of the lies he told her, he was like, if you bind me with seven moist ropes, so seven wet ropes, then my strength will dissipate. Right. Mm -hmm. um, he also told her, if you bind me with new ropes that were never used, I will become like an ordinary man. So basically, if you tie him up with a wet rope, his strength goes away. You tie him up with a <laughs> brand new rope. He just becomes like a normal person or whatever. Right. Which to me was the same thing. But all this shit is crazy anyway. So I just went on past it in the story. But um, <laughs> then he told her, so that's two lies. Then he told her, if you place my hair on a weaving rod, which I was like, damn, they was doing frontals and insults and shit back then. Like, this ain't no, you know, that meant it was some black Philistines. And I was like, well, who was they? The Philistines, you know what I'm saying? I was like, who is it? But anyway, he said, if you place my hair on a weaving rod, I will become weak. So each time that he told her that shit, Delilah would try to like, do it to him to see what would happen when he was trying to sleep or whatever and, and, and he would wake up in it and nothing would happen and she would be uh, angry because he had lied to her essentially right and so he was already thinking like I can't trust this bitch you know what I'm saying because she keeps asking he... me that's why he was just throwing her off like oh mm -hmm. if you tie me up you know what I'm saying which what kind of freaky shit was they into anyway <laughs> that tying you up was normal and before you go to sleep that equates to sex time at night to me you know what I'm saying like they was into some BDSM, and I don't even think they had letters like that back then. They were still <laughs> writing in symbols. How do you write on <laughs> in hieroglyphics? Or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In hieroglyphics. <laughs> or yeah. and you know what I'm saying? How do you write that in hieroglyphics? So he was over it or whatever. It didn't work, blah, blah, blah. So now, at this point, Delilah is getting at her wits end because the Philistines on her ass because it's a it's a play. So there's time involved. You know, they're trying to get to it. She's trying to get to the money as quick as possible. So tearfully, <clears throat> Delilah came up to him, you know what I'm saying, crying type shit like, this is the quote, how can you say I love you 
while your heart is not with me. These three times you have mocked me and you have not told me wherein your strength is so great. So she was basically saying like, how I'm your bitch. And you ain't telling me what makes you so have this super saying ass strength. You know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you tell me if we together, you say I'm your girl. I, you, you got my heart. You got my heart. Hmm. You got each other's heart. You know what I'm saying? Why won't you tell me? Now, remember, Samson had an eye for these Philistine women. And, you know, that was his thing or whatever. He I guess they was like his version. of You know, that was his type, essentially. Right. <laughs> that was his type. So it worked. And he told her oh, a man. razor. Right. A razor has never come upon my head for <gasps> I am a Nazarite to God from my mother's room, my mother's womb, which is like her room too essentially per the context of this conversation so he was like you know my mother's womb he said if i will be shaven then my strength will leave me and i shall become weak and be like any man well this time treacherous ass delilah knew that he was telling the truth right according to the text she hastened <laughs> so to summon confused. she he hastened saw to... that she was fucking with him so why would he tell her the truth because she was fucking on him <laughs> and they was having pillow talk that's, that's why that's that's what it was you know what i'm saying she 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 delilah said i know how to get it i know how to get the answer i'm i'm working i'm hustling backwards samson you come on in this room and that's the next thing you know he didn't spill the beans about his using sacred on his hair you know what i'm saying <laughs> so now and that's on kid fury and crystal <laughs> beyonce approved okay. anyway so <laughs> delilah uh, I don't know. I guess you wasn't texting back then. So whatever, she might have threw a, a flame or something over to where the Philistines, something, you know what I'm saying? To where the Philistines ass was, wherever their like headquarters were. Remember in New Jack City when the um, the CB, whatever the crew was, they operated out of that. Was it the Carter Project, Carter Apartments or whatever? And they turned the whole thing <laughs> into like the headquarters. Same thing. She reached out to the Philistines, that department, and told them, you know what I'm saying, what was up. And while Samson was asleep, they cut his hair. One of the Philistines cut his locks off. And then Delilah yelled, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Because, you know, she going to put it on them. She was a Karen wow. back then or whatever. Samson jumped up, prepared to defend himself, but his strength was gone. And they beat him up. They beat his ass. So they jumped on Samson and the Philistines gouged out his eyes, right? Because that was, they was tired of him looking at their women and they already That's had crazy. it coming for him. Cause remember he was fucking them up and fucking their women and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And they was like, he got to go. And they got to her, got in there, cut his hair. He lost his strength. And then they gouged his eyes out. That's what they did. That's <laughs> so terrible. That, that's what they did. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? Terrible. And so My he's now blind. Right. At least you still got him because his was on the floor rolling. Blind and bald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, because the Philistines had finally got Samson or whatever, mind you, they took him off to jail or whatever. And guess where the jail was? And this is according to the text in Gaza. Ain't that crazy? Mm -hmm. So they so they took him to Gaza or whatever to jail, and then they had a great feast to celebrate their victory over Samson. Now, what do a great feast sound like to you? You know what I'm saying? This is during the day. A day party. They had a huge day party in the city. You know what I'm saying? Oh to get it in or whatever, because they had finally got Samson and shit. So they, according to the text, they sang and danced and gave thanks to their guys for delivering Samson to them finally or whatever. It was on. The Philistines was already terrorizing these motherfuckers so you know at this point they got your big guy so it's up right 
So then they was like, you know what? Not only do we got him, go get the motherfucker. We're going to make him entertain. That's why we up here. With his, they called him blind or whatever. Oh, that's right, because they didn't kill him. I'm thinking. Right. Mm -mm. Shit. And so um, he was tormented and humiliated and shit, and he couldn't, he just, it was too much for him or whatever to deal with. You know what I'm saying? They're rude jests and all that. So he turned to the, the person who was like guiding him, which was basically the CO or whatever that from the jail that had him because he was cut you know he was in she was still in um orange what is that thing they used to wear a toga whatever it was it was the same color as like orange jail uniforms right because every whenever you're in jail you wear orange so he had on the orange toga and cuffs and they told him you know he told this guy lead me to the pillar so that i can lean upon him and rest for a minute because they had been throwing shit at him fucking him up he was tired he goes over to these two pillars that supported the whole space that they was in right where the day party was going on he goes over there right and now mind you he had been in jail so what you think had happened after they had first arrested him his hair is growing back oh oh so <laughs> so the guy takes him over there right okay friend so the guy takes him over there or whatever and um and Samson prayed to God. He said, Oh God, give me strength this once. Let me avenge myself on these cruel Philistines that they may not know that that they may know that you are the only God. It matters not if I die with them. So he was like, I'm a mm -hmm. I'm a die by it. I stand on it. He was literally standing on business. And I think he had on them leather sandals, which they are all wore back then. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was standing out there in business or whatever. He says that, right? And once again, he felt that spirit of God come over him where he felt strong, right? Oh. So literally, he goes over there and he stretches his arms out on them pillars and tore them down. The damn pillars that were supporting the building, guess what happened? In the next instant, the walls and the roof came crashing down, destroying the entire building. Every single Philistine, together with Samson himself, was killed in that great crash. Oh. And that day, Samson killed more Philistines than he had killed throughout his entire life. Okay. And later on, his body was brought home and he was buried on the land that he had fought so valiantly to defend. And that was that. That's how it all went out. So he had to Whoa. literally bury me a G type shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I don't go fuck. It's I, that I'll go with him, but I'll be dead. Literally, you know what this was? Over my dead body. That's okay. what Samson told them and meant it. King Samson Harris. You know oh, what I'm saying? He, he meant God. that. He meant that. He stood on business. So that's a, just a Bible lesson in standing and on business. And this was in Gaza. Trusting Ooh. no bitch. Yeah, it was going down like that. But you got to watch the motherfuckers around you. And why? Because he had been Philistine hoes around him. And Delilah switched up on him. You know what I'm saying? Because she's a Philistine. So she, at the end of the so day, this family. Is the story of Samson and Delilah. Samson and Delilah. Yeah, a cautionary tale. For you to not do what, y'all? Say it with me. One, two, three. Trust, Trust no, no bitch. bitch. That's right. Thank <laughs> you. Even, 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 if the, even if the bitch in the Bible don't trust no bitch, okay? That's crazy. We need to send this passage to Risa Tisa. Yes, we do. Oh and she, you know, sister, and she, I got something for you to read, sister. No. Because yeah. <laughs> sister, sister, you got my sweet sister, you got to. <laughs> And you in the Bible Belt. Sister Risa. You ought to know better. <laughs> so, you know. Mm. Yeah. Sister Risa. Wow. That's a, that was that's actually crazy. a really good story. Mm. The Bible I thought it was a fucked up story. That's, that's so what I thought. 
Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's riveting, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it's like, gripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Tyler Perry. No, and now it makes you think about why they. I thought people got stronger once they cut all their hair off and shit. Remember, Brittany <laughs> cut her shit off and worked that Ford Explorer with that <laughs> okay. umbrella. You remember umbrella. that shit? Yeah, hey, hey, hey. she wore that Explorer out. The Explorer looked like it had been on baddies fighting, but she got through with it. <laughs> so I thought people got their strength, but when Samson, oh his is when his hair grew back. So when that motherfucker was in jail. They're using the shit that they do your hair with in jail and shit. And he was slicking his hair back. He was like, you know what? It's as soon as I see them hoes, it's on one more game. <laughs> that was a mm-hmm. good story, though. I was wondering, is there a wrath coming at the end? Mm-hmm. They can't get no. that. It was rafters coming <laughs> at the end. And rafters in the ceiling yeah. down on their head. Him Come, come yeah, everybody down. out is crazy. With mm-hmm. himself, though. Mm. He I died mean, about it. He gonna stand on it. Because it almost okay? seemed like it, he he was at his end. It it already seemed that way, but for him to be like, well, bitch, if this is gonna be my end, this is gonna be my end. Mm. And it's like, take everybody out. It was like... But I felt like it was a... gouged out at that. Yeah. I, I feel like it was a hole in the plot line, if I'm being honest, because <laughs> if you was able to push the things down, then they shouldn't have even affected you like that when yeah, they fell. You could have been survive. able to... <laughs> And get up from that rubble and rise like the phoenix you are. I don't understand to me, like, you know, is it Uchi Wally or one mic? But again, <laughs> we have faith and we love the Lord and it is what it is. So yeah. there you have it. That's I mean, the story people were living for a long time, you know, back then. I, that's why when he said his parents, I was like, and what were they? 170. I, I, I was wondering. <laughs> And whatever wow. they was, they was doing psychedelics. Because what you mean the angel came to you and told you you're going to have a strong <laughs> baby that's going to beat everybody's ass that's been fucking with your whole people of the, the people of the land. I was like, what kind of shrooms was these motherfuckers? You know, <laughs> chocolate mushroom, mushroom batch. chocolate. Golden teacher. Yeah. Um, and apparently golden showers and freaky ass Philistines. Oh, they was no. in every damn thing. You see him and see him and Delilah was tying each other up. <laughs> I was like, God damn. No wonder they was trying to talk to her. Hey there, Delilah. No wonder they wanted her attention. She was a good time. Um, but yeah, that was good. that's it. Thank that you. This is love good. after lockup. <laughs> <laughs> Samson and Delilah. <laughs> I can't stay. No, that was really good. I actually really enjoy these stories so much mm-hmm. because now whenever it's mentioned or referenced, I know. You, you have know, an understanding of the word. And like a real understanding. Yeah. I might not be able to tell you the scriptures, but I at least You can tell them what happened. Okay. <laughs> I done heard about it. I know. Now wait till I start my church and the Isley brothers doing the music. It's gonna be all that. I'm telling you. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> that was super good. Thank that was you. Good. Thank I was you. I was very much envisioning that one. Like right? it wasn't a PBS special. It was more like if Max was doing like these retellings. I was thinking mm. like the action happening and stuff like that. I'm thinking about him and uh, Delilah and her just trying it over and over again. And I'm wondering that bedroom candy. Not trying. <laughs> it. Delilah had bedroom candy. Not trying it. You know what it remind me? Those scenes in Twilight when they're trying to hurt each okay. other. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. You guys can enjoy the rest of this podcast with the two of you. Love you, friend zone. <laughs> Remember, it was a snake. <laughs> then it was the, so the you maggot. Saying, you saying Twilight was a little biblical? <laughs> we, 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 we was missing. A biblical proportion. Mm-hmm. We was missing the word in there. <laughs> wow. They was th- the way they was throwing the phones and shit and slamming the phones down Come and Twilight, they friend. was throwing doves. <laughs> you and shit, Latasha today, huh, friend? 
if, right? Breaking down scenes. You see green in the scene. <laughs> that signifies a start. For... <laughs> oh my God. This is the friend zone. Ever find yourself craving a getaway from the routine of daily life? Indulge in a steamy fantasy world filled with hundreds of sexy stories on Dipsy, designed to turn you on, whatever your fantasy is. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with full, immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash friend. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash friend. Dipsystories.com slash friend. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? So let's bring in the wind chimes. You guys, this is the last week of February. Yes. Yes, which means we're going into March, which March means madness. March well, of Dimes. Well, spring. <laughs> Yes. Oh. March nineteenth signifies. Oh yeah, I forget you have allergies, and I low key think I'm developing them too since moving out here. But Oof. we won't call that in too deep. Um, but it's March nineteenth is spring, which signifies renewal, rebirth. I know for a lot of hoteps, shout out to my folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the, it's the uh, new year, <laughs> so. It's, it just signifies a lot of change and newness, freshness. So I spent, even though I wasn't feeling too great this weekend, I got started on my spring cleaning. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to leave it to, you know, the end of the month, mid-month. It's better to just get ahead of it. Go ahead and get into it. Go ahead and get into it. So I want to do a gentle nudge for those listening. Go mm-hmm. through your spice cabinet. 
Mm-hmm. People Check don't the realize that they have expiration dates. I actually saw a thread once on Twitter <laughs> where this girl said she just randomly went through her mom's spice cabinet one day and her mom had spices from the 70s. Wow. That she was using currently to cook their meals. And when she confronted her mom, her mom legit told her she never knew that spices had expiration dates. Bless her heart. Okay, but were those spices like wine? Because <laughs> they had been <laughs> eating that, that food. Point. You know what I'm saying? Like, she said it was shit from the 70s, from the 90s, from the early 2000s. Just old, 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 old. And I and I didn't realize how many people legit don't realize that. Like, I know yeah. for a fact my grandma probably had some old ass shit. Who knows? Yeah. So... Please go in your condiments, go in the fridge, all those um, sauces and spices, mm-hmm. yes. you know, check them out. Go in your skincare. I was just about to say that, Francesca. Go and look all at your yes. skincare. <laughs> go and look at your bottles. I know sometimes I actually am guilty where I am. I'm not as much of a hoarder with products as I used to be when I was on YouTube. I used to have entirely too many products because YouTube, you know, send you shit and shit. Send me stuff. And so I I would kind of end up having a little mini Walgreens under my cabinet. (laughs) But and so I'm guilty of having shampoos and conditioners that were just there. And mm-hmm. then because I'm using so much different shit, sometimes I'll go back to it and then I'll be like, wait a minute, can I even use this? I don't even know how long it's been there at this point. Look through all your shit. If you're unsure, throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find the chemicals and stuff. You know you what I'm saying? You don't want to play with that with Mm-mm. your scalp, with your skin, with your hair. Sometimes your hair can be reacting and you might not even realize that that could be your reason. So yeah. right. your makeup. I know girls hoard makeup. Right, lip ass. See in the background, old ass lipstick. They'll just have um, <laughs> drawers and drawers and drawers full of makeup. I understand how easy it is to to compile that much because there's just so much to buy when it comes mm-hmm. to makeup. Check the dates. Like go into this new month, just clearing out. The biggest one too is purging your closet. Yeah, you know, purge. Let go of that sweater. I I finally let go of so much stuff that I was holding Mm -hmm. on to. I was like, "Brand shirts, I literally haven't worn this." Mm -hmm. I just don't want to let them go. It's hard. It's hard. I actually made myself let go some stuff that I, for some reason, was having such a hard time. But I'm like, you literally haven't worn this in like five years. Mm Just let it go. Things that people have made for me, I think, is the hardest. Like, there was a cute jean jacket. I'm like, when was the last time you wore a jean jacket, <laughs> For me, it'd be stuff with stories attached to it, right? Yes. Like, if something happened Gifts. when I was wearing that. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, thinking of you. So, I have a hard time letting go of things. Things people made for me. There's a lot of stuff. Draws people left over here. You know, so I had to really go through part ways with stuff that was just like kind of taking up space around your house, you know? Right. So just a gentle reminder. It is hard. And don't forget. Don't forget. Donate to the church, but also remember what I get told y'all about Buffalo Exchange. Mm-hmm. They might not give you the most cash, but it's better it's to something. get some cash than nothing, you know, and have the clothes either sitting there 
Um, and take and it's not wasteful credit. like throwing it away. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like right. some people yeah. just throw it in the garbage. We've seen that in New York. You'll see garbage bags full of clothes just on the street, which is devastating. Which I'm scared of bed bugs and stuff like that. I don't I know. know if that's like an attractor. So it's like I'm trying to. I want you the know clothes what, to go to a facility or somewhere or someone. You drop know? it at I, the I want Goodwill. The they have the section of the store where you just can drop off bags. Like, yeah, several times I've put things in a bin. I won't ever use a garbage bag because I want people to know that they're for the taking. So that I have like clothes, yeah. the big bins and big Tupperware bins. I'll put my old clothes in there when I purge and fold them neat or whatever. Leave a note on there and I will set that shit outside. And oh, every time I've ever done it. Because if it's yeah. clothes in a bin, I think. Versus a bag. A bag yeah. that gets ripped. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. It's rats in there crawling and shit. Like people mm-hmm. are going to be less likely to touch it. But the bin works all the time, especially you leaving your lobby. Then Air Force Ones, you know, we go through those like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like white Air Force Ones, you wear them two, three times, they're gone. So before you know it, you got 10, 11 pair. I put them, but people can work in them, work out in them, whatever the fuck. So I put them all in a clear bag. Yeah, put them outside, put a note on it. They be gone. Literally, I'll go back outside 20 minutes later. Everything is gone. I'm like, yo, this is what's up. I, I I don't care if anyone takes this idea. I just, you know, tag me in it. I would love to see it. Maybe it's already happened. I wish there were like free markets where like people, a whole bunch of people got together and let's say you charge people like 20, 30 bucks just to come in, but they can get whatever they want as long as it fits. Like people just have, they just want to get rid of their clothes. So if they want to just come uh, provide the clothes, people will display their clothes, put them on display, whatever. And like part of the, proceeds or whatever would go back to people that donated their clothes like they'll get you know some of their money back and all they had to do was just give their clothes away and people only had to spend 20 30 bucks and they can leave with a whole bunch of stuff or they can leave with something really high quality you know a couple things here and there because a lot of people have really good shit that they don't want to throw away but they're not using and they want to get rid of you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so tags yeah so it's cool when you go on a buffalo exchange and you can you get those grabs you know like oh shit somebody rich must live in this neighborhood or whatever but it would (laughs) just be cool if there was like literally a place where it's like all right cool i know i'm going to drop my stuff off like whether it's a buffalo exchange or a market or uh, um, a goodwill or anything like that I just feel like it would be so dope if there was like an event space or something like that where people could literally just give their clothes away and people only had to pay like five ten twenty dollars just to get whatever they wanted and all you had to do was get rid of your stuff and you just see yourself later like oh she looking good in that yeah I, I like seeing my I told stuff you that's second the, or third life yeah I told you that's the cutest the when the Buffalo Exchange near me when that day I went back the next day and the girl had on my jacket and two of my other jackets in her hand I was like yes yes mm-hmm. yeah all jackets in the one store you know so I think it, and even like one thing I've gotten better about that I used to be really bad about is returns Mm-hmm. Like I hate re- I hate doing returns. I'm so mm-hmm. annoying with that, and especially if I buy stuff online and it don't fit. Maybe the shoes a little too tight, or the jacket just didn't really fall right. And then I'll like not take it back, and it'll sit in my closet. Really wasteful in a lot of ways financially. This This is the first time I've done this, and I just did it. And I have been a lot more (laughs) mindful of not doing that because this is not the economy to be playing those games. And so even this weekend, I spent like half of Saturday just doing returns. Like I dropped them. I went to like five different stores. I was like, don't play no more. Like take and this is a gentle nudge for y'all too because I know there's listeners that have stuff to return that they're being uh, procrastinators about or just don't have the bandwidth. I get it. We have a lot going on, but do those returns. 
Also, if you are looking for churches, obviously I can't list out churches in your city, but I know that St. Mary's in Brooklyn mm-hmm. has a clothing drive that they do. You can literally leave however many bags they are grateful. They will take them all. And they even have a van that will come and pick it up from your house in case it's too much for you to carry or you don't have a car or you can't take it by yourself, you know, in transportation. So that's really cool. I remember I did that. We've talked about this too um, mm-hmm. a couple of years back when I was living in Flatbush. I think it was before I moved when I was donating a lot. They came and got like seven or eight bags full Mm -hmm. and don't feel weird don't feel bad they're like happy to take it from you so it's literally their whole clothing drive it's a big part of the church so that's saint mary's in brooklyn definitely look that up and just look that up in your neighborhoods in your cities your states i'm sure everyone has a version of that so that's a good way to purge you know get some exchanges at buffalo or your local thrift short stores get some money get some credit and give a but little also, back. And give a little back for your community. So, Courage with purpose. <laughs> so I wanted to put, you know, a gentle reminder. Because like I said, it's time for renewal. I like to align with the seasons, right? Like mm-hmm. if this is a season, the flowers are about to bloom. And so am I. Birds are back of browns. And so <laughs> am I. Mm-hmm. I really was... Uh, you know, when you're doing that cleaning, when you're taking out everything from the cabinets, the plates, your pantry, your, I mean, you're doing that level yeah. of cleaning. So yeah. renewal in the household, that's the, the wellness segment for this week. Just That's wonderful. Nudge. We needed that, right? Fan. Renewal. But that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? It's another week in music. And sometimes I talk news and sometimes I say F it. <laughs> and this week I'm saying F it. I want to talk to you guys about music. I feel like I just always press you guys. and I'm like, what are you listening to? What are you listening to? I want to talk about things you have listened to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the makings of us. And I feel like people can kind of, you know, guess our styles. And we've talked about tons of artists that we like. But I want to take you guys back to the good old days. I want to know what you guys may have been listening to when you were in school. Without aging yourselves, if you don't feel like it, you can just talk about music from times that you really appreciate but i want to just talk randomly about artists that take you back to a time one artist that i just choose to talk about today is Mm t-pain i choose to talk about t-pain because every time i hear t-pain i think about those like i was in high school when i listened to t-pain and i just think about those rides to school i think it was a second album maybe it came out but i just think about when i was riding to school like flying down the highway late for class like listening to t-pain and like what a time that was for me and that's why I will forever like hold us. He'll hold a, a, a place in my heart. So when he came out with that track with Kalani remixing his song and, you know, her killing it on the track, I thought that was dope. I love T-Pain. But, you know, I love me some T-Pain. T-Pain is one of those artists. If I was in like my 50s and 60s and he was like on the, the Tom Joyner cruise, like, I would go out <laughs> and see enjoy T-Pain. myself. <laughs> yeah. Thoroughly. Have a good thoroughly time. Enjoy. He's a he's an incredible talent. T-Pain was not dependent upon that voice box, that Roger Troutman shit that he used to sing over the what's it called? It's a name for it. The vocorder or whatever. Is it, it is. Something. Is it the vocorder? The auto tune. Yeah. He didn't have to depend on that. T-Pain actually. Which was a, surprising, right? When we first heard him sing, sing what'd you do? Like, oh. What'd you do? 
So, right? So, but he's an incredible <laughs> talent and a very gifted songwriter and producer. So, T-Pain is like the real deal. That ain't no gimmick. So, I love shining a light no. on it. Shine a light on it. When I was in college, <laughs> when I was in college, there was this club that opened in uh, in Alabama. I went with a homegirl of mine because her daddy, like, uh, I think he like put some money in on or something. So we got to meet T-Pain and everything. The nigga sang live. He was dancing. It was him and two niggas. And they had like a whole little choreo thing going. And he turned the auto tune off and started singing live. And niggas was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And this, it was a black ass time too. It was like a Juneteenth Teddy celebration. Pain. So, you know, the niggas was really out. Yes, T Pain. He forever holds a place in my heart. Okay, you want to go there? So I would like to know from yeah. Take Let's me there. go there. T R U, the 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 album that had No Limit Soldiers and and Freak Holes. And oh all my that. god! That takes me back to and Lord forgive me if, if this makes it back to my parents. I'm really sorry for this, but that takes me back to literally um, being 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? Or coming home from we had went to. Um, I might have even been 14. We had gone to to Niagara Falls on a trip, family trip. I went with my uncle, my aunt, my cousins and shit. And when we came back, my parents was gone. And my mama had just got a brand new um, GMC SUV. It was like dark green with tan leather seats, sunroof and shit. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we took it. They was gone. And me and my cousin Andre, we <laughs> oh went on God. a, we went joyriding and we were <laughs> blasting No Limit Soldiers. I thought I told we know limit so I'm talking about in a GMC truck. And it was so stupid because we're driving around the neighborhood I live in. So obviously, like the, the neighbors <laughs> and shit. I don't know how nobody told. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how none of them pay parents. They should have said something. Well, Ooh. funny enough, my cousin took the car the next day. He took his mom's car and got caught. His parents had went to the movies. When I did it, they was like an hour and a half away. They had like we had drive time. <laughs> He got but he got caught the next day. He did, but I, that's my dog. Andre, I don't care. I'm going to tell you. It was me and Andre. We had to my mama car. And then the next day, he took his mama car and got caught. <clears throat> but I will never forget that feeling of driving that truck around the neighborhood, blasting TRU, No Limit Soldiers. For those who don't know, that's Master P, Mia X, Silk the Shocker. You know, it's a No Limit project with um, Freak Holes and No Limit Soldiers because we kept playing those two songs. Never forget it. I wow. never forget it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Fran, what about you? An artist that just takes you back to a time, maybe when you were just a girl in the six. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. oh, just another girl in the IRT maybe. No. <laughs> no, you're right. Girl on the six train. That was my six, my train. Um, I didn't want to put you out there. I'm like... <laughs> I didn't want them to know that you met J-Lo before. <laughs> Y'all just on the train. No. <laughs> the four, five, and the six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. That's like such a hard question to answer because it's like, what time period? So many you know? memories, right? Right. Yeah, let's go back to high school. Did you ever have an iPod? What were you saying, Asante? Did you ever have an iPod? Of course. I had an iPod you, for a minute and it, it devastated because I had 10,000 songs the original on one? it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had ooh, the black ooh. one. You was mm-hmm. that girl. Yeah, I had 10,000 yes. songs on it and it fucking just died on me one day and I did not have it back. Take me back to your iPod. Just think about that click sound and a song you pressed click on. Oh my goodness. All right, let me think. I was, I love Jean A. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shane, like, Thames the DJ. Then when they Send came back right out, it had that song called Crush. Crush was Remember? the shit. Oh, the, yes. they used to do that at Innuendo in Detroit. If you know, you know. Yeah, I love that man. He doesn't know. Doesn't know. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was it. Was so fun. It was, uh, fun. Oh, how did it go, Fran? And if I did it away, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the words. <laughs> and that mama. It, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, John A. For sure. Um, I know we joked with Bilal a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. for sure. Obviously, Groove Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I was heavy in the Neo Soul, like the Neo Soul Maxwell. I remember mm-hmm. being in my room with his music videos. Mm-hmm. I was obviously a teenager, maybe like, <laughs> right, like what, uh, 15, 16. And he was, I just thought he was so interesting looking. He had yeah. like the big fro and the like the suits and he was just so cool. Laying like, on the floor singing and shit. Yeah. And like, the room was like spinning nigga? or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he has such an interesting sound. So I really loved Maxwell a lot. Uh, Till the cops come knocking. That was the mm. video that I think mm. I first was like, who's this guy? I remember Alicia Keys. Mm. Oh my um, God. Fallen. I, I remember, remember when it I was heard around that. the same time. Yeah, like I remember being a teen watching that and being like, oh shit, and the song playing everywhere. Everywhere. Same with Bobby Valentino. Mm-hmm. That summer where. And an anonymous. Like I got. They said that's how the, the police car that had the rainbow on it. In Miami, <laughs> they said that's how the sirens sound. <laughs> when I tell you, I can't stand <laughs> Friend, when I tell you, I bond with random people to this day over anonymous. Because people be talking about Bobby Valentino, I'm like, I don't like I will. I will anonymous stop. is a show. You don't have stopper. to like Bobby Valentino, but the music. <laughs> I was in Long Beach at the. Um, it was the, some music festival in Long Beach at like I'm from Baltimore music festival in Long Beach. <laughs> California and Bobby Valentino did that. He did anonymous. I stopped everything I was doing and ran to the stage. He was doing it all. And by the time I got, I was panting, but I was singing. I I gotta know. I was tired from running. Okay. I love the Fugees a lot. What? Yes. I thought they were so yeah. fucking cool. I remember, I don't know if it was, was it middle school? I think I was applying to high schools, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I remember like listening to the Fugees while on my way to be interviewed <laughs> to get into this private school. And just the, that yes. duality, you know, being the kid yes. on the train and then having to go into these spaces. So they always used to just like pipe me up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I just have so many memories of that. And then on the other side, I was also the Z100 kid. So like mm-hmm. I loved Madonna. Mm-hmm. I love I got loved Madonna <laughs> like I have her whole immaculate collection I have the vinyl right <laughs> Claude always says um if someone were to ask him what song reminds you of Fran he says open your heart is the song open that your wow. heart plays for me. him yeah open your heart to me baby wow. he says that's the song that plays for some reason when he thinks of me and i'm like that's so that's perfect because it's like that's just that's it and then things like no doubt i loved Gwen yes Zerani, yes right yes. and then the more um the rock dudes like bush mm-hmm. i loved bush. oh yeah and obviously red hot chili peppers Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved um, REM. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everybody hurts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Radiohead. Yeah, hell um, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, head. that's why I'm like, it's so hard to really pick because music is so important to me. Like, I was listening to everything. And then, of course, my Caribbean side. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm listening to bachata, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. salsa with my mom's playing. Well, my mom's not really a music person, but my family would play certain things. My cousins, uncles mainly. So just really well-rounded. It's hard to pick. That. So I'm like, oh. I always well, feel good. connected no, to bachata. You know I always have for real. <laughs> like I always have just, just the, I love the way it feels and just I love I've mm-hmm. always felt connected to it. Always. Same. There's this there's this I group know what called the hell Las they Chicas. Were be like. <laughs> there's this group group from back in the day called Las Chicas del mm-hmm. Gang. And they mm-hmm. were like a an all women band. I don't know if y'all ever saw them. They have like big hair. They have like beautiful bodies. The, the They're all really pretty. <laughs> and I used to be obsessed with them. Just like the visuals. Oh, damn. There was like a, there was an original K-pop. You see them, right? It's like all mm-hmm. women and their music is so good. Like, you got to so put us on for the music man segment, girl. Oh, there's you a Belkis in should. there. Mm-hmm. I totally should. Yeah. So oh, she's the lead. Okay. Belkis. Is she the one that had like red hair? Well, I don't know I don't, in that uh, picture. No, it's, it's showing everybody today. So I don't know what she looked like then. Back then. But she, but like uh-huh. those were my influences, you know, like. Oh yeah, I love so that. much good stuff. Especially living I think in Harlem. Belkis is the one with the red hair. Yeah, the red hair that always stood out to me as a kid. I was and obsessed in Harlem, with the mixture. Is there a black woman in there? Speaking I mean, of Harlem, black. right? I was obsessed with <laughs> mm-hmm. like New York fashion, New York rap fashion. So I was watching I all those videos and longing for a Helly Hansen parka and longing for. I was. I got, ended up getting all that shit, but like them cybertech. Um, like sweatsuits and shit. I had all that shit. We were watching videos, and to this day, I need to just go on and get it. But to to this day, I want them jerseys from the Mob Deep video that had Hennessy on the back. The, uh, the oh football jersey. I want one to this day, and I'm gonna give me one. That's gonna be cute this summer. You know what? That reminds me too of like that other side of me too. Like listening to Mob Deep and, and mm-hmm. the Lost Boys. Did yes. y'all ever get into the Lost Renee. Boys? Yeah. Yes. Yes. and the Benz. Benz. All of my ladies and my man. Yes. And how to skelter with Lefleur, Lefleur, Yeah, hell yeah. You know my brother like, used to so put me on. <laughs> Damon used to make me listen to I shit. I bet. And that was always the best because when I would date people and I would put them on to like the real, real mm-hmm. New York shit, they'd be like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you playing this? We was listening <laughs> to all that shit and living like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I, like I, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love, even to this day, like, oh, I'm heavily you know influenced. That. My personal style is heavily influenced by like 90s and 2000s. I mean, look how New I York dress. Rap. Like, like, hello. Yo, like, yeah. It's, I actually wanted, it's funny that you brought that up because I wanted to do an episode about clothing as a form of expression and if you feel any pressure as you're getting older uh-huh. to like change that because I picture you know, like I love Tim's I if, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't call myself a sneakerhead, but I have a really dope sneaker collection mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. being a New Yorker I think it comes kind of natural mm-hmm. but I'm like am I really going to be the 60 and 50 year old like still wearing my like Jordan ones well yes Whoopi Goldberg yes. he's like I want to be, but I'm like, is that crazy? What else you gonna put on? Whoopi Goldberg does a twin set. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, fuck like that. I'm a be... short set with some slingbacks. I mean, I do like slingbacks, but <laughs> they gonna be fly though. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, you already know. Well, we'll talk about it when we do to, that. We'll talk right, about. Right. I wanted to do a convo about that because I started following this um, 
this fashion influencer and she's like in her 70s and mm-hmm. I'm so fascinated by her because yeah, that nigga be sorry, yeah stuff. her name is like Grace but it's spelled like G-R-E-C-E I hope her name is Grace I hope I'm not misspelled mispronouncing I should say right. but she has like this short gray bob she be fresh as oh, hell no. Oh my god, her style is so fly. Like she like I love her. She's like so dope to me. But she's cute because she still has like street style. Mm-hmm. Like she'll throw on her little beanies. That shit is in you. You know what I'm saying? Like can't that's nobody what I'm saying. That's in you. If it's either in you or it's not. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always gonna be I already told you how I'm gonna be buried. A but butterfly you're gonna be stitch. in your it, in your in your dope ass suits. Look, I wanna show y'all the old lady. Like she fresh, fresh. Yeah, let me see her. I'd like to see her. What you say? She ain't no diva. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Now she's okay. a diva. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but she just be having a cute, right? She be having like the cutest, coolest style, and she's older. But we'll save that for. I won't day. be we'll one of them niggas in them suits. I will tell you that. <laughs> At the I club won't be coming tour. in. <laughs> No, not me. Not me. Not me. No, not me. <laughs> we'll save that. We'll save that. But yeah, so I dread that episode already. Um, well, I can't but wait yes. to talk about it. Right. <laughs> Thank you for not answering the question appropriately. But you have expanded the question. So because you have so many different influences, yeah. when I ask this question again in the future, I would like you to choose. Today, your pick was Madonna is what yes, I decided. Right? As Dustin has chosen No Love Soldiers Cuckoo and I've chosen T-Pain. And moving forward, you will choose one of those, uh, whether it's Las Chicas or whether it's uh, Mob Deepas. <laughs> and we will go a little bit deeper and you will choose a song and maybe a time. Or, you know, just a moment, mm-hmm. a moment in time, if you will. Yeah. Now we can move on into the listens lately mm-hmm. where I can actually get a gauge of what you've been listening to lately. Or you can skirt the question yet again and do whatever you free you will, because this is America and we get to this is America. No, but seriously, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting that uh, Childish Gambino slash Donald Glover has such like an interesting music and acting catalog but i guess i'll save that conversation for another day when it's appropriate if it's ever appropriate um because have y'all been watching the mr and mrs smith i did and it's funny no. because i wasn't going to <laughs> you were gonna watch it. i wasn't I going to because i i mean and not even on some like i saw a lot of the commentary people were like oh this doesn't align with like the original yeah i knew you weren't fine. gonna feel that way i didn't really care but i yeah. i didn't even watch the original to be mm-hmm. honest so i yep, had I no think, reference yep. point for what people were angry about yep um, and I admittedly have a complicated relationship with Donald Glover. I know. You already I know. know. I've, I've I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I think it's good. Good. Yeah. I think it's good. It was pleasantly surprising. I was like, I'm going to watch one episode and take it from there. And I have watched like five since. I haven't finished yep. it, but I think Same. it's a really interesting storyline. And him and the ladies leading with are really yes. funny together so yes yeah yes. it works yes they're, they're cast well they have great For chemistry sure. yeah 
I, I enjoy it as is. But again, Donald Glover, interesting, just interesting, interesting role, uh, roles he chooses, interesting ways he goes about playing those roles and interesting music, interesting how he's done, uh, been a rapper and kind of can't be, but still will give people what they want and play in other realms. Just interesting guy all around. Yeah. But back to what you've been listening to lately. Fran, what have you been listening to? I was trying to find, but maybe I'll save it oh, for the next you ain't time. that scrolling. No, I, was like, <laughs> I was, I was trying because there's a, a Chica Del Gang song I wanted to play, but I can't find it. And that's the sad thing too about streaming services. I feel like they don't archive global music the same way, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of stuff um, gets lost in the sauce. I can't find it, but maybe I'll see. It's interesting it. how technology is like evolved. So some things get lost. So like if you're not up to date on like, whether how things are recorded or mixed or whatever. So yeah. I hope it I hope this isn't one of those situations, but it sucks that like you have to remember to like keep masters and things like that. Cause if you just keep in a mixed down version of a song. And even buying music, because I remember buying a bunch of stuff on iTunes and I couldn't tell you where that stuff is. Like, yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of my shit got lost somewhere. Was it in his pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's gone forever. But I'm gonna find it, but in the meantime, I I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We have some oh PTSD from some technical oh my difficulties. Oh, and, and right now, because I feel like I can't take my eye off the red light. <laughs> Me too. I'm looking I at all our screens. I'm like, the entire time, I got rest. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. I've been like, I've been <laughs> for those because you can when you. Never mind. For yeah. those who don't know, we had a technical issue and we have issues. We almost stemming lost the whole from... episode. Yeah, we're very shook. So we're kind of on edge right now. I mean, at any moment, I could just wrap us off. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Oh my God. So, gym music, <laughs> which I have played, yes. and y'all have been tagging me. <laughs> to you guys on, on all kinds of machines at the gym playing La Mama de La Mama, which is one of the songs I played a couple weeks ago. But Earth, uh, Earth, you hear me? Earth. Earth? Because uh, <laughs> she be singing, she can sing her little behind off. That little girl no, is talented. Us versus them. Oh. Uh, Gucci Mane take off in Quema. <laughs> oh, come on. She's in the world. Yes, sir. Mine don't eat on him, the shit I'm going for the win. Fuck it, win. Pulled up with that bitch, then pulled off with a friend. How he get that shit? Just know he got it in. Gave my partner 50 cent. He shot men and men. If it's us versus them, who you think gon' win? If it's us versus them, who you think gon' win? If it's us versus them, who you think gon' win? Man, I drop that pen. We gon' spin again. I'ma spin. We gon' slide. Drop that pen, pussy nigga. Come outside. Been running up that chicken and ain't tired. Ain't shed another tissue when my grandma died. Grandma, grandma, grandma. I got an always rose with the bloody guts inside. Yo, think she's sweet and try. Stepping in shoes and not your size. Niggas ain't step. The back of the mid back, I sit and recline. Think about what? And I got freaking lens all on my mind. They chrome the spines. What else? Chrome the nine. Then what? Bulletproof the ride. We spin the block and yell out, he ain't outside. Where he at? Heard he had a wedding, he must be the bride. I take them pies. That 
dang video. <laughs> Where was that? Was that Bella Noche? <laughs> Bella Noche. <laughs> <laughs> it was the guy in the green. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was ready. I'm ready. You know oh, they closed. Shit. Rest Ooh. in peace, Bill and Ochoa. Bill and Ochoa is closed. Damn. Yep. That's shocking. Damn. Yeah, we I, never I got figured to go. people would have gone, after, damn. especially after that. <laughs> Video. Well, damn! If you can't go to Better No Chase, what the hell? Cause you go. go but yes, go, that go. song. Like I don't know when I'm in the gym and you're mm-hmm. lifting weights, you kind of need that music. That's like, uh, I love then, it. It's like, so calming and just isn't it? Serene. Very grounding. Yes. <laughs> Barefoot in the grass. I love it. <laughs> that's actually um. <laughs> that's my. Is that my only pick? Yeah, that's my only pick for this week. All righty, Dustin Ross, what you been over there jamming to? <laughs> this one is for Samson. It's by the Guess Who, and it's called These Eyes. These eyes cry every night. The best part That's of that song, vibe. I didn't even play on the chorus. They'd be like, these eyes, these eyes have seen a lot of love, but they're never going to see another one like I have in you. That's how the song <laughs> goes. <laughs> okay, that was for Samson. The next song I'm going to play, this is my shit. This is by uh, Boss Man D-Lo. It's called Get In With Me. Yeah. Brown. Fucking school, now I'm trying to dodge a sentence. Just walk out the lavish stove, pay a shoe, 1250. You wanna boss up your life? All you gotta do is get in with me. I don't even pay to get in the club, they know I'm a walking tick. I'm presidential leaving the club, we ain't stopping at no lights. You wanna be a boss? You gotta pay the price. Left wrist on frost, look like a bag of ice. I'm driving a Bentley Bentayga, like I don't love my life. I'm in that thing shifting, and I'm lane switching. Bitches, big zombies, stand on scraping. Talking on niggas ass like Blake Griffin. He keep talking, bro, gonna leave his face missing. Baby, these all white. These ain't no Harachi. Bad bitch, 50 flow, ain't Hibachi. I got 10 missed calls. All my bitches mad at me. Valet Park Designer District. I'm going straight to gallery. Just feeling yeah, y'all. Phone ringing, y'all. That was for the club. This next song I'm finna play is by Rob49 featuring Lil Wayne. And it is called What's Am, baby? Listen. Yeah. Hey. She said she wanted the water, nigga. I said, What's that, baby? You wanna be my baby, huh? Yeah. Turn me up, baby. What's that, baby? You fine, baby. You mine, baby. I treat you like a princess, but that dick gonna drive you crazy. I'm giving a slap and mouth. All my bad hoes come out the south. Got thick hoes in the west. Them no hoes, where is that? My favorite on the east side, all them bossed up with a check. You with that nigga right now, but you know I'm coming next. I keep the P that pussy PA, baby, pop that cat. I take a shot and turn you up, I shit you never had. You know I got that cake right, that pussy tastes right. You know I'm in you first date, can't do no date right. You know I like. 
pussy tight, right? right. She bragging all her friends, and nigga be giving me good pipe. What's that, baby? You fine, baby? You mine, baby? Right. I treat you like a princess, but that dick gon' drive you crazy. Uh -huh. I'm giving a slap him out, all my bad hoes come out the south. Got dick hoes in the west, right. them no hoes, where is that? My favorite on the east side, all them bossed up with a check. You with that nigga right now, but you know I'm coming next. I keep the beat There's more, so I'ma cut it short because my sister friend, that's why I love her. She cut her uh, session short, so I'ma add one of hers and take an extra song. This last song. Oh I love this song so much. It's like my favorite song right now. It's by Quavo and it's called Timothy. Oh, I love Ever this since song. Ever I ran, I've been talking about shit. Been laid up, been chained up. This shit don't change us. Just been through a lot of it's off. We gon' bounce back right up just like this. Yeah. Let me get my shit together. I got a jewel to catch. True. I get no always saying we together. Wanna be a part of the flesh. Y'all know that's out till no sign. Making citizens arrest. I told the gang we gon' eat forever. I never let them start a death. Quavo, how you manifest? Cause I'm him in the flesh. In the same breath, I can show him how to scam American Express. I'm tired of you talking about him. Please let my nephew rest. Since ain't nobody doing nothing, they all on get pressed. Shut it down, baby, shut it down. Hunter, shut it down, it's a mess. Look at it, bitch. Want me hit it and take it to pound town, meet me at UPS. Don't come around if you stand down, since you stand down, get a check. Got this shit out the mud, little If I get low shit, I'm making it scratch. Drop dead fresh like the mint. Yeah, them was at the mint. Cold sweat geeking on the check. Yeah, so that's Timothy by Quavo. That's Dang. it for me. And a little bit of friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to play a song called Florida Baby by this artist named Isaiah Falls, and here it goes. Oh, she a Florida baby And she love it when the sun comes out Sweetheart, but the thug comes out Sometimes, sometimes She gotta put herself in check She don't take no disrespect You leaving got no effect Cause she ain't living check to check Her ass getting fatter now She in the gym eating better now She ain't trying to settle down That's Florida Baby. Mm -hmm. The next artist that I'm going to play is Na Naomi Sharon. This song is oh, called Definition of Love. I love her. Your mind is amazing There's too much to say My heart is a place All I see All I know Is that you are the definition of love I will rest Do you know for sure Then you are the definition of love Ooh. The 
she looks so, she's fucking gorgeous. Man, okay. Yeah. She, and she, that body out Bad bitch. <laughs> Central. <laughs> um, music is, I think she's on tour right now. I believe. It, I need to go yeah, I need to look. I believe. I need to see her. <laughs> look, I, I have to. Yeah. Because goddamn. The video for Definition of Love is like simple as just her. Mm-hmm. She don't and need she much. Just, um, she don't. She looks so good. She just strutting back and forth. The scenes change and I'm like, shit, you could have stayed on that last scene. And you know, the scene changing, I'm like, shit, you could have stayed on that last scene. Like, uh, just no, uh, she's gorgeous. It. Yeah. <laughs> there was a song that I wanted to play, but it is not appropriate due to Dustin's main topic and him already calling back to that. So I will belay that song. Um, the last song I will play is uh, SZA's new cut is Saturn. Oh, I, I love her. She dropped something new. I didn't get a chance ha- yet. Well, here here's your chance, friend. Hey. Solana do real Beautiful. introspective, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Go listen to the track, support the scissor, and you know, tell that the friends don't sent you. <laughs> and um that does it for the music man segment. Dustin Ross, what have you been watching? Because now it's the TV Land segment. And we finna go there, but I just one note on scissor. That's a voice that I, I could listen to scissor sing forever. She's one of them Aww. artists. Like her voice, I literally love the way her voice it just sounds. Hits you. She's yeah. got it's like Miguel with tits. I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's it's memorable. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Get started with one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag and Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Every category and use case. Then customize your look 
update your content, and add any features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, brand, or business stands out online on every device. With Squarespace, you can easily sell merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Use insights to grow your business and learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. For those of you out there listening, I have played around Squarespace. Squarespace has been around for a while, so you guys know that it's a name that is trusted. I use Squarespace, and when I used it, I was loving the interface. I love how easy it is to create a website. I love how intuitive it is to just do whatever you want. If you know a little bit of coding, you can switch things up. You can bring your custom domain. You can really make your internet experience elevated and professional and business and get money using Squarespace. And if you want to do all that, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash friendzone to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain at squarespace.com slash friendzone. So TV land, right? I've actually been on Netflix. Now we're going to knock Bravo out and then we're going to steer the car back over to Netflix, right? First stop along the way. Your order is your your dasher is on the way and making one stop, right? First stop we're gonna make though is We TV. You gotta watch okay. Bold and Bougie Thursday nights on We T We TV. Oh, oh, I kept seeing the, the banner o'clock. for it. Bold and Bougie, watch it. It's the it's the new um girls that are running Atlanta and it's a good new Atlanta based reality show. We can't get enough of those, so watch that. There are some really interesting rumors going around about the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 16 cast. I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that mm-hmm. they've been knocking at Ming Lee's door. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. Serial entrepreneur, extremely successful, living the life, connected for real in real life to some of the members of the cast now. I'm hearing we may get Shamia Morton as a full-time housewife. That'll be great. She's got the lifestyle to support uh, um, to support that a full-time goal. There's another young lady's name I'm hearing named Britt Edie. Um, I'm hearing things about her. She seems very interesting from what I've seen online. I'm also, also hearing it'd be things, like a full recast. There's gonna. Like I'm hearing that Portia's no, not complete. I'm hearing okay. that Portia Williams is coming back. That's confirmed. We know that. I'm hearing that Kenya Moore is returning, and I'm hearing that Drew Sador is returning. Um, Candy mm. Burris quit. Everybody knows that Candy's about to do some huge things, and Bravo has been very. Um, supportive and very transparent about the fact that they wanted her back. She left on her own accord. They love Candy and they're going to work with her on other projects. So we look forward to seeing more from her. But Candy is gone. Marlo Hampton announced her departure as well. She's gone. She did it to herself. Um, let me think who else is gone. And Sanya hasn't said anything yet, but we know Sanya's not coming back. Drew hasn't oh, said yeah, anything yeah. yet, but I'm hearing she's returning. So <laughs> Sanya just had a beautiful new baby boy, Excuse though. Me. Gorgeous baby. Like her kids oh. are so cute. Yeah. Go and look at her page. She's got, I love, I've often always said that Sanya, I will watch a show about her family. I think their family yeah. is Aww. interesting, but I don't want her own housewives. But they're interesting extremely successful black family doing the damn thing and just had a a very beautiful little baby anyway so (laughs) stay tuned for real housewives of atlanta casting news i'm hearing akila coleman who was featured as a guest last season but she's very close with kenya moore got i believe an nfl um husband beautiful family got the money like these are the this is what we want to see from atlanta housewives so what i'm hearing so far i love married to medicine had their season finale i'm not sure if you guys watched the return I of did. I did and I'm behind 
Oh. Quiet came back. Um, she was in the scenes. Um, oh. Heavenly uh, told that Toya didn't contribute financially to their event that they all contributed to. Toya was complaining and moaning and groaning over a thousand dollar contribution. Well, we brought the wine. Which no one asked for because they already had a full bar being served. I don't understand why Toya, who has notoriously been frivolous with her spending, was griping <laughs> over a thousand dollars when. Uh, I'm hearing Dr. Jackie gave 10 grand. I'm hearing Dr. Heavenly gave Ooh. seven grand. Um, oh, you know, what event was this? They fun- it's called the Med Gala. It was the first annual. So it's, apparently they're going to do it again. Um, oh, okay. But it was That's just an event cool. to highlight the doctors um, and the doctors, the, the medical, medical community, community in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Mm, okay. They had like a Hollywood Walk of Fame. So it was black tie. You know, like so it mimicked, it was supposed carpet. to mimic the Met Gala. Names but so, right. so, yeah. Got you, got you. That's but it was a good idea. finale. I'm looking forward to the reunion. Um, I'm hearing good things about that. Also, um, okay, let's take it over to Netflix, right? Love is Blind. Okay. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. Yes. Now, <laughs> I have oh one last thing we got to go back up the car to to uh, Bravo one last time for Potomac House of oh, Potomac God. right oh can't help you there King <laughs> NECA, I don't need none anyway because I'm this is gonna be real easy I'm so sick of NECA damn yes. why she has no business being there NECA is awkward NECA NECA is thirsty. An example of what I'm talking about, because this really fucking pissed me off, right? They're in the DR, um, and they were all at dinners or lunch, rather, Not sitting down, <laughs> having drinks and shit. And Ashley told them that she had a new song. You know, she was working on music, so they told her to sing. She got up and did a little <laughs> acapella one-two, right? The song was called... Um, <laughs> Healing and thriving. Healing and thriving. God just surviving. We healing and we thriving now. Okay. She actually sounded good. You know what I'm saying? She didn't sound bad. She she sounded really good. She sounded good. The ring didn't mean a thing, right? (laughs) What sidebar? What's somebody gonna tweet the other day? Because they've been doing this thing where they're taking (laughs) old scenes from the housewives and then putting the the pieces that the housewives were wearing back then or whatever they're attaching the factual fashion see you been seeing that so they had yes. like literal like real they've been sourcing the fashion from like those scenes oh my so God. like when Nene and them was running in them heels it was like Nene Leakes <laughs> they found running the heels, in a Steve pair of um, Stuart Wiseman oh, yeah, Stuart yeah, Wiseman that's what they were sorry uh, yeah she had on whatever come so on why Stuart somebody Wiseman. did that dress that Kim had on when she was performing the ring didn't mean a thing. Who was doing this on yellow. Twitter? Mm-hmm, on Twitter. Though, I don't know who the um, tweeter is, but it's hilarious. I just saw that account That's the other day. Funny. It's so good, Fred. You would love so it. So anyway, <laughs> Ashley sings that shit. All the other girls that are there and that know Ashley, mind you, Ashley's a, a season one founding Housewives cast member of the Housewives of Potomac. So these girls have known each other for a long time. They're all right. like, damn, Ashley. That even Candace, who does not get along with Ashley, was like, damn, Ashley, you know what? That's good. Like, I'm proud of you. And, you know, you did your thing or whatever. And I'm proud of you in this moment as, a, you know, going through your shit. They're all contributing. Here come NECA. Okay, who just got here? No, because that's exactly what you've been doing this whole time. You've been doing just that. You've been healing and thriving this whole entire time. <laughs> shut up you don't even know her you don't even know her like that nor was your contribution you could have just said nothing the other friend of the show well the friend of the show because um Neka is a full-time housewife but the friend of the show Kiana who I've been loving so far she Uh, didn't say she congratulated Ashley like you know what congratulations on reclaiming your time girl 
clap, clap, and keep it moving. That. Nigga. No, because that's exactly what you've been doing. Just that. This has been healing and fighting <laughs> totally this entire time. He sounds just like... Yeah. I was like, man, she got to fucking go. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not working. It's not, it's not working. Okay. Yeah. And it's on her own fault. And then you calling people mama witches and shit. We don't want to hear that shit on this show. That's crazy as fuck to the people that watch this show. We don't want to hear. Are they still on there? She is. Mm. And Wendy, Wendy, she keeps trying to say she wants to resolve it, but instead of her being like, you know what, instead of she don't even have to go as far as say I was wrong, which she should say, but she was going, but no, but Wendy, your mother did that as opposed to be like, you know what, I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm not going, I'm going to leave it alone. She keeps acting like she wants to resolve, but she's she not doesn't really trying want to resolve to. it. And the thing about yeah. it is, two things can be true at the same time. I believe in my heart that Wendy did not want another Nigerian girl. On the on mm-hmm. the cast, she wanted that to be her thing on the cast. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I also mm-hmm. believe that Neca um, is. I don't want her there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's that too. She a little thirsty. You know? And then mm-hmm. and the way that she is just jumping in the shit, talking about um, Giselle crowning her the Queen of Potomac, which was an obvious dig or jab at Karen, who everybody knows is the Grand Dom. Whatever she crowned Neca the new Grand Dom. Neca gonna say. I shouldn't imitate her voice because I'm not trying to make fun of her. But Nick is going to say um, basically like, um, but, but Giselle, I feel like Giselle was coming from a place of, you know, like she was coming from a like concern because ultimately Giselle was coming from, shut up. Because no, she wasn't. She was trying to fuck with Karen. And you need to just say that and say that you down with fucking with Karen and own it. And then maybe we can enjoy you a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? But as far as right now, she got to go. Put her out. Get her the fuck off the cast. She is literally ruined, taking the show down, and I'm tired of her. Now we can go to Friend, Netflix. did you watch this week? Sorry. Potomac? Yeah. No, I told you I stopped watching after episode two okay. of this new All right. season. We can move on. Neneka. Yeah. Shout out to James Caldwell. Neneka? Is it Neneka? Yeah, I think Neneka. it's Neneka. Neneka. <laughs> He's he, so- he was like, whatever. <laughs> like, he knows her name now, though. Shout out to James Caldwell. Follow him on YouTube. And Instagram, <laughs> Spill It Boy TV. Anyway, <laughs> let's take it to Netflix, right? Okay, mm-hmm. Love is Blind. Yes, I'm watching. Netflix. I have found out what my issue is with Sorry. Love is Blind. It's difficult. Okay. <laughs> it's difficult for me to retain my focus. I It doesn't keep my attention when they're in the pods. I don't care about that. I, it just, everybody's the same person to me in them pods. I can't make nobody <laughs> out um, unless you do something to piss me off. So once once they become couples. Meanwhile, I was in them in the pods. I hate like, the pods. I, I had already, because it's like it gives you, because I, I see, just to your point, I see how cause it starts to bleed together, mm-hmm. right? It's like, all right, uh, you know, they're having dates. There's multiple people with multiple picks. Okay, so I thought he was between these two bitches, but he's the nigga that's actually caught between these two bitches who have two other niggas caught between them. It's like, it is a lot. So I can see how that part bleeds together. Also, but if you're taking the time to pay attention, for me, I love that investment because it makes me even more pissed off with them later when I'm already, it's like I'm, <laughs> I feel engaged. I'm like, see, I was annoyed goofy. before, but now I'm really annoyed. I knew I was supposed to be annoyed then. Sorry. Continue. I forced myself to watch it because it's important to the story, right? You have to know these origins in order for whatever happens after they become couples to make sense, especially right. when they reintroduce the old characters, right? So I forced myself to watch it, but I hate it because I already think all these people are idiots anyway for participating. So I, I'm automatically you know, 
I'm looking. I'm you looking look at the TV through, like you that, that already, <laughs> you know. But once they become yep. couples, then it gets interesting to me because I'm like, how are these two complete strangers in this house? And then they come out when they f- first see each other, and there's the awkward physical contact, and it's just fascinating to me. And these motherfuckers be tripping because at the end of the day, I don't know this motherfucker. So they doing shit like staying out until five o'clock in the morning with another bitch <laughs> from the show. And lying about it, getting busted with the location. I'm not trying to spoil it. I don't want to say no names, but you all have watched it. You know exactly no, what I'm talking part about. When this yep. when the camera cuts in with the sunglasses on. She was like, So you just gonna sit here I with said, your sunglasses oh, okay. on? <laughs> she got black friends too. And I'm gonna tell you something Yo. else. <laughs> They're pissing me off appropriating gay lingo in this season. I've never seen it to this extent before. Oh. Everybody's saying, oh, well, they want the tea. These are white folks, okay, from the South saying, oh, oh well, they straight white men saying they want the tea. You're asking for the tea. And, you know, <laughs> oh, is it shady? Is it shady? It's giving, the one girl was baking cookies and she was like, mind you, these are the most whitewashed people I've ever seen in my life. And she's going to baking cookies. She's going to say, and it's giving housewife and he they chuckling about this shit i'm like we gotta gay keep these words they were killing it it's giving you gotta kill but anyway so i'm just so it's been difficult for this to keep my attention up until that point i also want the black girl that's on there there's a black couple i'm trying to ad i was trying not to say names to spoil it for the people that's not watching but man if they haven't watched it in these two weeks okay we we waiting on the new episodes at this point so if you ain't seen ad has a really cute shape I think her body is incredible. I think she's got a beautiful face. And Mm -hmm. I just want her to get her hair right. That's it. I just want her to get her hair right. Just like on the Wendy Williams documentary, (laughs) when you all see it, there's going to be points where y'all are like, why didn't nobody get a wig brush and brush that wig and smooth that wig down? Why? Why is why is AD's real hair? Her real she has a tuft, (laughs) a tuft of real hair. And then there's like the short the um the the wefts. It's a tuft and wefts. There's a tuft and then there's sewn wefts of hair. Then you see the difference because they, yes. whoever did them, whoever did them didn't take the time and patience to take the tuft of her real hair and blend that in so that we don't see the wefts of the hair that's oh sold God. in. And then they you didn't even split it. Ain't you supposed to viral? cut that in half, friend? Little when you the, the, you didn't the see weft. that tweet that went viral. Oh Somebody God. said, I hate when the leave out has shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and hers are doing the bank head bounce. Okay. Oh the, the her leave out shoulders are bank head bounce. But she must have been reading comments because I saw she dropped the and video still of her getting right. the hair done. That's it. I'm like, I'm glad. We, I said, okay, we're getting closer to the, to the problem here. And they're in the solution, right? Because once she dropped that video of her and her stylist doing her hair, and it, her hair looked clean and healthy, but it wasn't. It did. It the, there was still a tuft. And West, <laughs> and it was too far back. You should have known that, like, what do they call it, friend, when you make it like some parts be shorter, then they get a little longer, like that? The What's layers. like a layer? You should have known to, to have layers coming in and framing her face. Why is her shit back here? It's like when you speaking of shoulders, it's like when somebody got on, like, you know, when you out in the wintertime, like you at the mall in the wintertime or whatever, and it's hot, and so you take your coat. <laughs> And put it off your shoulders a little bit and walk around <laughs> like your shirt. That's how the hair you know was what? starting. The hair was back <laughs> like that. What? 
like like her forehead had got hot and released the hair back a little oh, bit. Shit. You know what I'm saying? To add a pulling oh, effect shit. to her scalp. Yeah. Oh, and I know, that the, I know that the, and like I said, like I said, please, the reason that please. we wanted to look different is because she's so cold. She's beautiful. She's a gorgeous and she woman. Had, she had the whole cast in the chokehold when she and came out of that dress. They all wanted her. First of all, because she's <laughs> she got it. Stat. She's sexy. She's sexy <laughs> and beautiful and pretty, mm-hmm. and she's got a good personality. And this is why we yep. want some more hair options. <laughs> This is why. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with it. We just want them to do her right. She deserves her shit to be right. You know what I'm saying? I I mean that. I'm not trying to be mean-spirited. It's just funny. You know what I'm saying? But we're not trying to be (laughs) mean-spirited at all. I just want to be clear. What did that that dumbass white man say to her in the pods? He was like, America's on my side. Oh, Matt. I I was sitting there like... He was crazy. They was all crazy. He was so... Creepy. They were all As crazy. Fuck. I was tired of old girl crying about having a daughter. You got a daughter. Oh like God. it is what it is. Why are you acting like even her being like, I don't know if I should talk about like what, what? the fuck? That would have been the first thing I said. I miss my yeah. daughter. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? And everybody's like grown. some things about me. I have a 10-year-old. Like That's it. All out the gate. I mean, why it is was that? such a thing for she her? She acting like we are on the handmaid's tale or something. Like <laughs> Or she can get a scarlet letter or some shit. Like, right. what the fuck is wrong with you, but girl? I, but it was funny, though. The guy, what was his name? Jimmy, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How both of the girls told him big secrets back to back. He looks stressed. Well, he looks stressed one the whole like, thing. I, I, He's like, I've oh, been married before. I've been, I'm divorced. Mm-hmm. And the other one got a 10-year-old. He was like, what the fuck? And crying about it. I'm like, why are y'all acting like it's a shame <laughs> to have a divorce? <laughs> Bitch, that means you smart. What do you mean? Like, why are you okay, You got the hell on. You had the foresight, yes. you know what I'm saying, to make a yeah. better choice for yourself. You yes. know, that's not a shameful thing. <laughs> and being a mom, most definitely ain't. And I, it's weird, Hell. though. I saw a lot of comments in, on Twitter, people being like, why is a mom on Love is Blind? <laughs> why not? Like, what? If somebody was why your goddamn mom mama. Your mama was fucking, I mean, too. Why, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, I hate that shit. You, you got to remember the people that go on this show. There are a lot of conservatives that go on this show. And they're, watch this they're show. in the South. So. They're in Charlotte, North Carolina. I thought about that, too. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's conservative so. shit. But so what? They need to get with the program. That's what that's what mm-hmm. that means. That don't mean it's okay to have these archaic views that exclude people. That's why we're dealing with the shit now in Alabama regarding the whole um, legislating IVF. of IVF shit. You know what so I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I seen a, a yeah. dirty ass Republican congresswoman in California who uh, said that who got her damn child through IVF and voted. The Asian uh, that really blew me. Dirty ass. She's we can against call her it, one. but had a child through IVF. Yeah. Like that's, I, I couldn't even believe a when I read down, the, dirty the title of that bitch. article. I'm telling you, it's, it's people is low down, dirty, scoundrel ass heifers like her. Who make it difficult yep. for people? I'm not. I'm not a parent. I'm not interested in becoming a parent at any time. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I'm. I it can't happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I could just. Shoo, you know what I'm saying? Like so. But but the point is that doesn't mean that I don't have empathy and fucking fellow for those, feeling yeah. for those people that do yep. and, and and want people to be able to realize their dreams of parenthood. Like that's a big deal for people. And then why mm-hmm. would you ever be against? Something that and people that have spent their like you know how much money thousands and hundreds like, of thousands of dollars. Someone in my family 
only did three rounds and spent her entire no she spent her entire hundred thousand dollars savings yeah that she that she put that she obviously accumulated over the span of Mm -hmm. her whole work life Mm -hmm. on three rounds Mm -hmm. and none of them took like that's serious none of them that's like serious shit you know what i'm saying that's serious and that's traumatic very traumatic it is and so the fact that they're trying to outlaw that to me is just crazy and so that's how we get to that anyway i need to take that whole no but i mean it's it's also real life come the fuck on you know what i'm saying like so i mean even with that in mind that's again why it's hard for you know people like the old girl to go in there and say she has a child but that's why i feel like you know to your point she should just handle it differently like how france said like she should just mapped it out like yeah you i got a 10 year old and just kept it just moving so you know it was like we every out time. the men that aren't looking for that yeah Bye. also you, you taking your time and doing this it's like girl you don't even really see this process because why are you telling this thing like you ruined this whole process <laughs> for me you ruined it for yourself right. girl. Mm. why'd you put all your eggs in this basket fool shout out to dd warwick that's my song by her. But anyway, yeah, she was a foolish fool. And oh, girl, baby girl, you don't look nothing like Megan Fox. Stop telling that lie. Oh, oh God, I feel bad for her though. Stop. I feel bad for Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I feel bad for. Did <laughs> you see the video the girl put out though? She was like, anyone who's ever mm. said I look like Megan Fox, please come forward. I need your help. <laughs> She was a good sport about it. She was a good sport about it. But you oh, lied. And not only that, what that's the I I would tell y'all what gay people call it. I mean, that, look, you just catfish, you know. You can't you she, can't you do that. What did she do? Like, you can't be like people say I what like did she do? In her defense. What did she do? No. She tried it. No. Say it. She tried it. In her it. defense, she didn't say that she felt she looked like Megan Fox. Right, she, she said lied. I had been told. What's but lie. even throwing that out there to lying. somebody <laughs> But even throwing that out there to somebody you talking to, it's like uh uh-uh. uh. Because he saw Don't, how see? he perked up. He said exactly Megan Fox lying a motherfucker. Hell yeah, he perked up. She's a beautiful woman. Like okay. Anyway, so these people are just crazy as hell. And Clay, um, what about Clay? Clay, Clay, Clay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I I like Clay, right? I fuck with Clay. I like Clay. Clay, cool. I don't. What? I, I do. I like Clay. I just feel like he started Dustin. getting active when it came to. <laughs> I'm trying. It's a black man, y'all. <laughs> he, he no, when he cried. And I, and I'm all no okay. Let me take that back because I don't want mad, to shame vulnerability. When his mom and him was there and they got into <laughs> it, I remember he was like, I, "Don't." He said something. He like when the sparks started flying. That's when I was like, "Okay, I like Clay." You know what I'm saying? He human. Nah. <laughs> when she was in, when they were in the pods and she was sharing with him what she had just experienced with Matt, and mm-hmm. he stood up and was walking around in circles. Wouldn't you if you knew what but Matt here, looked like? Here, he was here, like, here, "I'm telling you, you don't regret that <laughs> shit." Oh man, you don't regret that. <laughs> Say, friend, here's the thing, right? He kept it real. Clay, he's <laughs> Clay look, because here's two Clay, things why for me. So no, hold on, no, look, no, look, because Clay kept it real, but also he said, "Is he, he with me? Wrong. Oh, is you are?" <laughs> look, yeah, he, kept, <laughs> he couldn't even get it out. <laughs> he kept it real, but he wasn't wrong either. Because <laughs> you like, see what happened next. You right see now. what happened next, though, friend. What happened next was <laughs> that nigga played her because. He uh, the white man played her because he was telling the other, mm-hmm. the other girl same, same damn thing. thing. Played her like a so, fair. so then Clay it, it like affirmed because he was like he was like you want to because what he said later he was being really real. He said fucked with my ego. It was like you know I'm looking at you know who I am and you compare and compared to you talking to like, that. We're here too, like me and him. 
And then when you look at what that did to you, what that white man did to you now, you know, just the nigga you want to marry. Like, are these niggas on the same level? Like, that's the point Clay was mm-hmm. making. And he made it. And then he came back later and was really apologetic mm-hmm. and like, uh, but he ran her so down to the ground like, first before he did. <laughs> before he did. I don't know. Yeah, he, he just, he, he kind of gives he me did. a little anxiety. Him talking about how he don't know if he's going to cheat. Like, it's just like, bro. Yeah. It's being a lot dumb. going on I'm being so with him. Dumb. He was. Yeah. It's a dumb. lot going on with him. It's like, it's like he had to have a game talk with himself and he. <laughs> Which kind of scared me. I was like, mm, I, I like that you changed, but also this scares me that you just completely <laughs> like changed. Because I want to see it growth, mm, but also I don't know. I think him and AJ look really good together. And they do. I like them. I as mean, a they're couple. good looking people. They're two good looking people. Clay's good yeah, looking, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. Clay's straight. A... You know what I'm saying? I don't mean straight mm-hmm. as sexual me, but he's like the guy no, kind of guy like, like, like yeah, you can have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just um, and then he used to have his shoes off and shit in the pod. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So like the way yeah. he was drinking that soup, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was her face. She was like, "God damn!" I like the girl. Well, forgive me about with her name because whatever. <laughs> but when she caught old boy about to coming home at five o'clock in the morning. And she hates some Hawaiian shirts and shit. Oh, the I kind of like girl. her. Yeah, she. I mean, <laughs> I she feel like we would get along. Mind. You know what I'm she's saying? She's like a she's like a teacher, right? The teacher one. I don't remember she, what I she does. I don't remember what she was. She the one in the pods that that told the girl the baby. She's like, babe, you gotta go. I don't know. I don't remember that. Damn. She, she's she's uh, you said the blonde the one, yeah, she's who blonde. the one whose fiance one, yeah. stayed out until five o'clock in the morning with the shirt. Yeah. Yes, them, and, them I, and they had that yeah. little tiff over bean dip. Remember, yep. like her yep. telling yep. him to, yep. to hit yep. ABC titty or whatever, which yep. is weird. Which was, oh, but I feel like <laughs> yeah, her we get along. Which Clay got it. Oh, because she was the one that said that Clay. She was like, "It's giving." Because back to your point, when you talk about they were appropriate and gay, she's like, "It's giving little boy vibes." She and did I don't say like that. that. She did like, say bitch. And Ad was holding <laughs> it down because she was like, she "No, he mm-hmm. gets to feel how he feels." Like she was like, "Don't mm-hmm. play with me." What she's about like, the interracial discount. couple and how he just switched up on her and was like, "Bye." Well, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Please, on site. I've been doing this for too long, so I I literally I I can call this. What you saying, Harlem Knights? I'm Benny Snake Eyes Wilson. I can call the dice for over. I I call the dice before they stop rolling. Now you want to talk about reading somebody? The way he was wearing her ass out, and and then when you said you don't want to be here. See the way the way he politely was like, all right, well, let me give you hugs. No, so you know, but he that <laughs> I, tell you, I sat there and said, "What just happened? You all right? What oh, just okay. happened?" And then you call somebody like, "Yeah, I'm come get me. What I'm coming to your place. I know what you're gonna do when you get there." <laughs> I said, "If I ain't never seen somebody with a, a card carrying what? current membership dues no, paid no, on the board no. of directors." <laughs> Baby, and then think about it. Why was you gone? Because I was getting my hair done. <laughs> what Mike F say? It's called Club Shay Shay. Nigga trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you right there. The nigga trying to tell her right there. Shit. Yo, you making my headphones. Oh. Uh, but I clocked that. I clocked that in the pods. Really? I, was like, I said, okay, I'm what real. are you doing here? No, it's the two of y'all being like. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Oh my god. 
<laughs> I'm trying to tell Sizzle you, it. okay? Oh you God. make me feel mighty real. <laughs> I, I was like, God damn, who is this big sis? I was like, God oh. damn. But I will say, did you yeah. play football? One thing about this show is whenever the person is black and they have and a gay. white person, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> he's gay. I know gay. Now he's yeah. gay and he's gay. And they have a white person. I always feel like, oh shit. When that know, door opens, I hate that oh, my heart feels that. I'm like, oh shit. shit. Especially when it's a black woman, because I know how we notoriously get treated on these shows. Yeah. But when the white girls seem to really like him, I was like, oh. <laughs> she had she had been looking you know at him for a matter of seconds. <laughs> the more she laid her eyes on him, the more she was like. Because <laughs> you know they had the conversation about race in the pods, mm-hmm. and then uh, AD got in his head a little bit, and after that he yeah. couldn't bounce back. <laughs> I, I feel like, like AD, some, but you know AD, he was, he was already. Baddie. I like AD. I love it, and, and I feel like he was already feeling some type of way when he seen Dan. Like Clay got him a black woman. Okay, he was like, black love. I was like, mm. <laughs> meanwhile, it's like yeah. He, he was he was looking at he was looking at Clay when they were sleeping was wishing there was another man on the other side of the wall, Ooh. but he said for a white woman. So I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah. Well, that was a tough conversation. I feel bad for her for her that white woman that he was with when she was talking to him eventually, and she was like, "You know, I just I don't." It's the, he was like, "Oh, so you disconnected?" Oh, okay, well, shit. That's the part that blew me. Like it was like he was waiting for <laughs> Dustin. Please, yep. Dustin. It's like he was, was waiting at you for those watching on Patreon. Until you said that. I, I can't, can't stop looking at him. <laughs> but it was as soon as I brought him up. You see Dustin's hand. You trying to make up the first half. You trying to make up the first half. Oh man. Oh. I mean, this is a good season though. They're crazy. As he need, fuck, they need to change his name. Season. You know what they need to change his name to? <laughs> and one. <laughs> I can say it and y'all can laugh. <laughs> I can laugh. I just refuse to add on to it and oh, egg it on. Jesus. That's why I must hesitate. Oh. Nigga sitting under the dryer. <laughs> what if this was on Zeus? Well, Boy, wait, uh, did y'all Love see did y'all see me a Koopa? That's where I was going next. I told you we had Netflix. Ooh. Let's go there. Wait, what? Mia Koopa. Oh, oh, yeah, y'all can All right, as our dear friend uh-huh. to the show, Carrie calls it, Mia Cooper. Okay? <laughs> Carrie, I Carrie. Shout out I to you, Carrie. You. Love you, Carrie. Love you, Carrie. <laughs> but yes, I watched Mia Cooper. Tyler Perry's Mia Cooper. Everybody knows this is the new feature film, which is the number one movie on Netflix, so let's cap it up for that. I can't. Right? You have to, because we, we ha- you don't I have can't. to, but the reason I am <laughs> is because it's black people winning, and it's the goddamn it, if some of the shit we didn't see, and if Taylor Swift can do like this, <laughs> <laughs> See, I was about to clap, but I choked one first. And, and be where she at? Then me a couple coming right on through. Radical okay? honesty. You know, I fuck it. <laughs> I, I love radical. <laughs> and I love it. Hey, Let's just go there. And let me just first say all, this: the movie is set Kelly Rowland is beautiful, gorgeous, and yes. I love seeing her on this press run. Yes. I have to kind of tune yes. out what it's for. Mm-hmm. But I yes. love seeing her getting all this attention. She looks absolutely beautiful. 
I think I'm going to watch the movie on mute because <laughs> that's the thing that I loved about it. I love the fact that it's and Kelly Rowland and we get to see her on screen. And beautiful she, too. Yeah, and he's beautiful mm-hmm. too. And I could watch him on mute <laughs> even more because I've heard all of Kelly Rowland's music. So I know what she sounds like. So I might watch the movie on mute. And she's styled well, beautifully in this. But oh, please absolutely. tell me. So feel free to tell me about the whole plot. And <laughs> further all that. Don't to further to your point of the visual quality, right? The movie is actually beautifully shot. When you look at the scenes, when you look at the like the lighting, you know what I'm saying? The way that they got these people looking and shit, it's pretty. It's beautiful, um, and I love it. You and, know, uh, <laughs> you know, a movie is bad when <laughs> it just be shit. Like okay, like at the end of the movie, right? Justin said it, the framing. And, spectacular wardrobe department color correction uh, oh and um scouting <laughs> Mia Culpa <laughs> I can't even breathe <laughs> graphic what was the soundtrack the like the engineering was the, how, how was the music the in the movie audio sound how, how was the what the something <laughs> the, mu- the music in the movie I don't picked by Tyler Perry that's on a written directed written by Tyler Perry <laughs> produced by Tyler Perry directed by Tyler scored. Perry scored by Tyler Perry <laughs> okay. because like the music that was playing like the sex was happening and shit it felt it very Cinemax that, right like the shit we were sneaking growing up did it feel better or worse than Twilight? you know how people listen it's not unfair comparison <laughs> you know how people okay. listen to I'm gonna say this <laughs> You know how people will discover, like, uh, let me think of an artist, like Snow Allegra, right? Say, like, somebody discovers Snow Allegra, and they will act like it is, like, the best music they have ever heard in their motherfucking life, which is great music. Right. But they try to act like this is the, like, Like I'm telling you, you, this is bringing music back. (laughs) And they play it during, like, when you come over or something. That's how it felt, like, when you walked into his law, some of the music that was playing, you know what I'm saying? And they really think they know that. Because I'm in, I love music. I listen to the, you know, it was one, it felt like (laughs) and Tyler Perry, I would love, now, let me say this. (laughs) Scoff and laugh all you want. Scoff. I would love to be in a Tyler Perry movie. No, Dustin. No. I feel like I would have the best oh time. I would have the best As time, friend. friend. Think about it, friend. Will, think about it. I will literally go to your house and lock it from the outside. <laughs> Listen, friend. You're gonna do a wellness check. A wellness check. I will plead. I. You gonna Wendy Williams me? You gonna Wendy Williams me and put, come in my? We need a concern. No, I'm so we serious. Lost his mind, friend. <laughs> uh, friend, I'm Karen Hugo right now. I'm with you, Dustin. No, Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. To be the delivery. Stopped. The things that the way that he writes, like when she was walking down those steps in her office. Right. And remember, there was a scene where it opened with them being in her her uh, office. Mm-hmm. She was coming down the steps and talking to one of her white colleagues, a white man. And she was like, um, she's like, OK, I need you to have it to me by Thursday. And the guy was like, OK, and I, I'll have it to you by Thursday. She was like, no, I really have it by Thursday. He was like, OK, I have it by Thursday. And she was like, OK, I'll talk to you Thursday. Like that was it, but it was like the most repetitive dialogue, like that would never have happened that way in real life. And he did that a lot, a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, or nine one one calling him back. <laughs> or in the car, everybody or in the house is trying to kill one person. 
everybody in the house is trying to kill one person, right? And while the person is engaging in physical combat with one person, everybody else just stops moving. (laughs) Right? In the the, the middle of a, like, no, and and why was Trevante in the sex scene? Why was he twerking? Yeah, With I was paint. like, damn it! I hope he ain't. I, I hope was like, that what was is, a direction. What, what kind of stroke <laughs> I hope somebody is this? told him to do that because the way he was. Of course, someone told, and you know who did. That wasn't the for way us. He was, that was not sexy at Friend. all. You know who the, was the in the Tyler chair, Perry? like higher. <laughs> you you know that 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 Tyler Perry show that's on uh, BT Plus with like the weird sex scenes about the cult. I've seen clips of it on Twitter mm-hmm. that seem shocking to me that this ruthless. is a show. It's called Ruthless. 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 So that's a real show. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a real wow. show that people pay the BT Plus subscription fee to watch. <gasps> oh, and so it's behind a paywall. Dust. It, it's please. behind a paywall. <laughs> Well, the the friend on P Valley, the dude that played uh, 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 Mississippi's manager, Keyshawn's manager, he was the dude that was on. Well, but well, why you why you try to remember that? I'll give you a different visual that you don't want or you won't remember unless you maybe have seen the clip on Twitter, which maybe you haven't. Uh, he was the nigga in Ruthless where they were doing the scene where somebody was like, "Let me smell your dick." <laughs> And the nigga smelt the other nigga's dick. And he was the nigga who got his dick smelt. I was like, oh my, you was the nigga on P-Valley? You was on Ruthless? It was a Tyler Perry show. And this is what y'all want to be a part of. Yeah, but I don't want to smell no dick on camera. I don't want to do all right. that. I'm just saying. Out. Everybody knows. I'm out. I, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I have to I'm do that to at do this that. point. <laughs> and this, I have a problem with smells anyway. Like So no. But I do want to be in a Tyler Perry movie. I'm just saying, I'll take one of these. I'll be in a Mia Culpa and, you know, uh, be one of the background actors or something. The dramatic react. I want to be in the foreground, a lead. The ba- the dramatic yeah. reactions, everything about it. No, Mia, I'm your, I love you like a sister. I do. I really love you. I love you, Mia. The extras in the movie had me rolling. What was the show with Tika Sumter? I can't wait. And the haves and have nots. Let's get on have- that. What's, I, they, that was good I would have been on the haves and the have nots oh I would have done that I would have before I knew that the fucking what's the guy the main the father of the family the white guy that was on the oh, Dukes of Hazzard yeah. that I actor forgot. in real life that yeah. actor was just on Fox News when Beyonce's country music came out and he said that her making country music was like a dog pissing on somebody's leg he oh, compared Beyonce shit. to that as after he didn't open his motherfucking Slit mouth puppy, puppet mouth ass, ragged doodle hair ass. What's them dogs? Them doodles. Golden. That's what his hair. That's what his motherfucking hair. Raggedy ass, burnt mouth, uh, (laughs) bent leg ass. Opened his mouth to say about Beyonce making country music. He's a fucking racist after he made all that money at Tyler Perry Studios in black households. Worked for Mm -hmm. years. The haves and the have nots just fucking stopped going Mm -hmm. off after three hundred five. How many seasons? Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> he made all that money. You know, Tyler Perry's um, talent, even though it's not union jobs, they make so much money because they work so much and they pay well. Mm. Tyler Perry yep. pays well. So, uh, yes, I want to go over there and play, but fuck that actor. He better also, be glad I don't feel like looking his name up. You don't deserve also, to shine. <laughs> anyway, also, so watch me a couple on that. We say all that to say, <sighs> me a couple is great. You got to watch it. Well, and it's the number one movie it. on Netflix, endorsed by a friend of HeyFriendHey.com. <laughs> She gives it two thumbs upside down. <laughs> a menace to society. Can Zeus just for one second? 
Mm-mm. No. Okay. Fine. <laughs> There's nothing to say. You know what I mean? I just really of... enjoyed Nene as a host on there. Whatever they paid her wasn't. What'd you enjoy? I mean, she was. She didn't do a whole. There was. What could she have really done? But when she was trying to really get into it, she was trying to be present, which I just and, found. And really they didn't funny. even understand the questions she was asking. They she didn't understand so any of me. what she was doing. And I just. What do you mean they didn't understand Nene. the questions? She was they were, asking they questions were related to, to the source of the beef and trying to like get them to talk to each other in general. She would ask a question, they would start yelling at each other. They just all wanted to fight. They didn't even know her. But that's why I don't understand. Watch the housewives. They're too young. But that's why I don't understand why they have hosts because no one ever has a conversation on this show. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. Well, they managed to get through a couple of video packages this time around, video which was packages. funny because, you know, people always pre- uh, pre- make those for the reunions. Like, let's take a look. Right. So, the, you know, they did a couple. They managed to get a couple of those <laughs> in. And I just thought it was funny because they and didn't bring be... all the girls out at once. So they had yes. they brought the, uh, a certain group out first. They didn't have obvious tension like that. Then Roly and them came out. And it's one, funny and to I me love. how some will have the gowns on with their hair done mm-hmm. and then the other ones will have hoodies with sneakers. I'm like, okay. Yep. And come ready to fight. <laughs> it's such a weird yep. show. Yeah, I can't with Zeus no more. It's definitely not a great experience, but it was just something, a, a morsel that I, I just, I miss Nene, but I wish the cards would play a little bit differently for her than they are playing now, whatever that Man, Nene doesn't have opportunities <laughs> to do a lot of other projects in entertainment right now, and I think she's got to go where she can go. And I know that Zeus pays very well, so I'm sure they broke Nene off to be there because her being there legitimizes them in a way, weird way, because of her past in reality TV. Right. Her affiliation, her former affiliation with media juggernauts like NBC Universal and Bravo and shit. Um, but she had no business being there, just like she had no business being in their suite at the Super Bowl with Natalie Nunn, Scotty. <laughs> And Lemmy and them and Nene's sitting there. They're all down there drinking the shit. Nene's up on the <laughs> side of the thing on her phone in all the pictures I saw. And shit. That's what I'm saying. Whatever they're paying her is not enough then, because it's like she don't even realize what it means for them to be seen with her. Then versus she's, her I, but you know what? Them. She never did because she's the, it, she's actually, even though it seems out of place based on things that she's done before, she's right where she belongs. And that's why that's why she's over there in the first place. She's actually going to be on the Baddies Caribbean auditions. I saw her with a microphone yep. interviewing mm-hmm. girls that are coming to audition for fucking Baddies. That was yep. sad. That hurt me. I'm like, Nene, you was literally, you were in a fucking <laughs> network sitcom. You was getting looks as an actor. Fucking Deadmar Mercury that's how I was feel knocking about on your door. doing Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, yeah, how but but we doing that to have fun, a not because don't nobody else want to work with us. You know what I'm saying? I don't That's want a it. difference. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> so watch me a Kofa, and uh, <laughs> you know we love you, Ty. Are you gonna watch Baddies versus or Baddies versus Wow? Is that what it is? I am. Okay. I mm-hmm. am not. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. And on that note, that means. We are done. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, those of you that are patrons, our live stream will be on Thursday. What'd you call yeah, it? The right. Thursday Throwdown? Thursday that's Throwdown, yeah. <laughs> Thursday Throwdown this week. It's just for this month. Don't worry, we're not changing the schedule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And we will see you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. I'm just glad my clock's still rolling. Man, listen. <laughs>
We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last.